So, yeah, yeah, you're right. If you, you know, ask someone to take your picture, make sure you can outrun them. Then if you try and knit your camera off, I guess you can just run after them and tackle them to the ground. Yes. Even if they're not trying to steal your camera, that'd be kind of funny. Yes. Just pretend they are. I've never done that. Do you ever do that? There we go. Oh, can you take a picture in front of this monument thing or whatever? No. No. You ever done that, Chinny? No. 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 Chinny, Chinny don't do stuff like that. I've balanced my camera on a, a stone wall once to take a picture That's of. The thing, man, with timers, you don't have to have someone else take your picture now. No, you just yeah. have to balance All you need is levitating cameras and timers. <laughs> levitating cameras, I'm liking it. Are those like hoverboards? Yeah. yeah. Really easy tech. Really easy. Yeah. Where are they? Where are they now? I'll tell you. Where are they? What, hoverboards? Yeah. Never happened, did it? 2015, that's supposed to happen. Is that when it was? I thought it was 2010. Mm-mm. No. Uh, is it 2015 for Back to the Future? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like much you fucking know. Well, it was the weakest, though, to be fair, of the three movies. Chinny, am I queuing this or watching it? Uh, well, watch it. See what you think. Um, and then if you just kind of maybe play the intro for my intro wow I'm amazed I haven't heard it before 2 plus 2 equals what this is all very lovely but let's get going yes oh right the things yeah right the thing yeah that thing Lifestyle making you tense and impatient? Shut up and get to the point! Switch that console off before you have to press repeat, yo. Hello? Oh, look what you did just now. Hello and welcome to show. Shut up! Hello and welcome to show 171 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 171! Yo! podcasting here 171 and we're about to have some crazy fun wow like rhyming as well busting off the top of my head while people are getting ready for bed there's that jerky boys thing where they do that i'll find that actually to be fair when we record this show most people are getting ready for bed if you know what's apart apart from in your if you're in the us of a it's not bedtime there yet bedtime in the uk though that's um, it could be bedtime for you, couldn't it, Chini? Yep. <laughs> there you go, he's here. There you go. That was a kind of introduction, I guess. And <laughs> Hold on. Where it isn't. Well, Have you introduced well, me yet? Well, that sort of was, I guess. Was oh, well, well, what if I've got a clip that I want to play? Oh, okay then. Well, here he is, he's Chini. Women are equal and they deserve respect. Just kidding, they should suck my dick. Vagina. Vagina. I want to have sex with your vagina. So, what the hell is that? So that's a real thing. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. We're not clapping for that. Oh my god. Uh, that's shocking. That song features lyrics such as Put that two, up. 2 plus 2 equals vagina. <laughs> and E equals MC vagina. 
Why did the pussy cross the road? To get to the other vagina. Oh my god, didn't happen. See, I got some real lyrics though. Yo, hanging out on the street with my homies, sitting out uh? some beer of cronies. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Classic. Oh my god, he never. That that was at least a bit tamer. Yeah. Jesus, what? Uh, Going blue. Got, I know. We've also got a duke. It bit of blue. Bit of blue for dads. Come on, Stu. I know. Peter K. There. Peter K. I don't think you even need to tell people that. Bit of blue. Bit of blue for dads. Ain't nobody got time for that. And uh, we've got uh, yeah, duke here. As, was that your duke, clip? Lay off the sound effects. That was my clip. There you go, brilliant. What's on Duke's Sound of the Week? Good morning, Mr. Duke. Good morning, Mr. Duke. Oh, yeah, that's from Trading Places. I remember watching that. Uh, yeah, oh, I love that film. Yeah, it's a good movie. That's a good it's film. a good movie. Yeah, and Jamie Lee Curtis fun. gets a knockers out. Yeah. Doesn't she? And uh-huh. Gus from Breaking Bad is also in Trading Places. Really? Yeah. Huh. He's Isn't very it? young in it. You know when he's in the jail? When Eddie Murphy's in the jail? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. in there, huh? He's, uh, that, 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 that was, those two big guys are like, hey, hey, no, don't pay to be no jive turkey, especially around Thanksgiving, while the guy <laughs> behind Eddie Murphy is Gus. Wow. Uh, you learn yeah. something new every day if you pay attention. He was already there drumming up trade for his crystal meth, yep. even back then. He's very young <laughs> in that, though. He's about 18, I think. Wow, was his. God, I never knew that. Huh, interesting. Um, well, this week, I'm going to start off. I'm going to turn the show on its head. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, not really. Not that much. Uh. But but we did we did do a Facebook thing last week asking people, you know, what games they hadn't played that, you know, were considered to be like the ones everyone raved about. So I thought, following that, do you know what I'm going to do? I'll create a survey and then we can quantify it to see actually what are the least played games by our listeners. Ooh. Do you see? So yes, I've created a Survey Monkey survey on this very thing. Now we had 37 people responded, so it wasn't a massive amount, but it's a fair amount of Facebook, etc., Twitters. So what I'll do, I'll quickly run down the games I put on here that I considered to be games that you'd expect everybody, you know, who considers himself a gamer to have played. Okay, you ready for this? So a quick rundown. So we had on this list Alan Wake. Yeah, Duke's going quiet now. Anyway, Assassin's oh, good Creed. good that people didn't play Alan Wake. Shut up, we haven't got to the scores on the doors yet. So you want we got to talk Alan or not? Shush, 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 shush. Let me run I down the game. I'll eat my sandwich. Eat your sandwich. Uh, God, God, this is going to take ages. Uh, we've got Alan Wake, Assassin's Creed series, Batman Arkham oh, City. Oh, Batman Arkham Aside. City. I'd like to know Duke's opinion on that. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, Duke, what's your opinion on Batman Arkham <laughs> Asylum City? I only played the first one. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Battlefield series. Has he been punched again? Uh, ba- <laughs> Battlefield series. Uh, Bioshock series. Borderlands. Call of Duty series. Crackdown. Dead Space series. What are you reading Dis- out? This is the list of games that I asked people had they played. Right. Right. Or what What haven't they played? So the question was, what? you know, tick the ones you've not played. Okay. You've not played. Okay. Um, yeah, Dead Space, Dishonored, Fallout 3, New Vegas, Oblivion, Skyrim, Far Cry 3, Gears of War series, Shadow of the Colossus, Eco, God of War, Metal Gear Solid series, Uncharted series, Half-Life 2, Portal, Portal 2, GTA series, Halo series, Red Dead Redemption, 
Left 4 Dead, Mass Effect, Resident Evil 4, Journey, The Walking Dead, Tomb Raider, and The Witcher 2. So quite a few choices there, you know, to sort of like, what have you not played? These are games everyone, you know, are highly rated and should have played. So any guesses what what was in the top 10 least played games? Mm. And, uh, guess it, out of all of those. Alan Wake, right, yeah. The Witcher yeah. 2. Witcher yeah. 2. Witcher 2. Any others? No. Nope. Um, Manic Miner. Manic Miner. Yeah, that wasn't on the list. Right, right. Okay, it's got to be on the list. It's got to be on I the see, list. I see. Rick Dangerous. Rick Dangerous. Yeah, now you're just being silly. Right, so here we go. Shall we do the top 10 silly. least to play? Yeah. So, top 10 least played. In number 10, mm-hmm. we've got Metal Gear Solid Series. So, after the third ten. Yeah, so out, yeah, yeah, if you played what? Well, because I thought I couldn't list them all, so I just did the series. So, anyway, out of the 37 people, 16 hadn't played, so that's 43.2% of people hadn't played Metal Gear Solid. Next one, Dishonored. Equally, 16 people hadn't played, so that's another 43.2%. Next, Dead Space series, which also 16 people hadn't played, and that was also 43.2% of people. Uh, Crackdown was next, uh, with the same amount again. For There's loads on 16. 16 people on play. Crackdown was 16 again. And Alan Wake was also the same. So all of those games, all those five games, were equal in the amount of people who hadn't played them. Then, these are clear sort of winners now moving up. So the next one was Uncharted series. Whoa. Well, yeah. people who haven't got PS3s, obviously. Yeah, I think that's probably where it comes down to it. But 20... Stupid people. 20 people, which was 54.1%. PS3, I ain't talking about that Wii. Wii U. Next up, The Witcher 2. Obviously, because, you know, shit. It's a shit, yeah. No, again, 360 only, you see. So that's kind of interesting as well, and PC. But not on the, not on the PS triple. Ah. Uh, so yeah, fifty six point eight percent for that one. Next, Shadow of the Colossus, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. last gen game. Go to yeah, Shadow of the Colossus, no. which should... fifty nine point. Oh, that's fine. Fifty nine point five percent. Number two I least played. Shadow of the Colossus, Duke. Deal with yeah, it. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, deal. The the number two least played was Eco. Oh man. Which was 24 people, which was 64.9%. And the least played game by the people. Here, wait, I'll give you a drum roll. Was Journey. But that's fine. Yeah, only 10 people had played that. So, yeah. So, 27 people had. Because they're sick, they're, they're sick of you talking about it. That's fine. Shut up, they should all play that game. It's bloody brilliant. The best way to get them. them to play it is to never talk about it. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, so that... So, okay, okay, here we go. That was the least played. But what about the most played, then? So what about what did people play the most? So, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Yep. Okay. Here we go. The most played. So, in 10th place is the Halo series. <gasps> Only seven people hadn't played that game, Whoa. or a, one of those games. Next, 
in ninth place. See, this isn't fair because if you have a single game up against a series of games, somebody, everybody's played one of the Halo games at some point. But well, I, Eco is a very obscure game. It's old. I, I object to the nature of your survey. Well, just listen because it gets more interesting, right? So in ninth place, we've got Bioshock series. So, again, on the same amount, seven people haven't played that. Uh, next, Red Dead Redemption, only six people. So, 31 people who answered the survey had played Red Dead Redemption, which I thought was kind of cool, to be yeah, honest. Man. So, that's good. Because they got good taste. Yeah, they have, obviously. Obviously, because Journey was the least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, we've got Batman Arkham Asylum City. And, again, six people, only six people hadn't played that. That was me. Yeah. Now, this one I'm very happy with. Uh, Portal, Portal 2, only five people haven't played it. Greg. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that Greg was Greg DeLacy cool. being one of them. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got Oblivion Skyrim again. Only five people haven't played either of those games. Yeah. And on the same amount, five people, was Assassin's Creed series. And then we're into the top three now. So in number three, we've got the Call of Duty series. Only four people... Out of, I'm surprised even four people hadn't played at least one Call of Duty game. Yeah, what's wrong with you people? I know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of shocked Crazy. at that. In second place, and the equal second, I guess, equal second, only four people hadn't played Borderlands. So that's Dude. kind of good. Kind of cool. But, are you ready for a drum roll in number one? No, I'm not ready for a drum roll. Number one. <laughs> now I am. The most played game by our members was the GTA series. So everybody apart from three people have played a GTA game. So there you go. Is there like a cat hitting a fan in your room? I think it is. Oh Oh my God, there is. Um, Obviously, people have taste. Look at it. Most people have played Portal. Most people have played GTA. Most people have played Red Dead Redemption. What happened to Journey? No one plays it because no one cares. But it's a bloody good game. It's well, taste. All I'm saying, life. Anyway, um, life. I'll just read. We have got 25 comments. Jeez, as well, so you're going to read them all, aren't you? No, I might read some. No, he's just going to read 24. Come on, Chinny. What kind of I'll read 24. He is. 24 of them. Get up his back. Uh, Jesus Christ, God. Uh, but some of them are quite short. Someone says, because I haven't got a PS3. Uh, Bam. It's simple as. Bam. Uh, Alan Waite, Dead Space, Left 4 Dead, RE4 would scare the hell out of me. I'm a chicken. Because uh, I haven't got a PS3 in it. <laughs> uh, I haven't played The Witcher 2 because I'm still trying to find a silver sword. Huh? Boom. So stab at Duke. Uh, no, actually, it doesn't. It says, haven't played The Witcher 2 because I'm still trying to finish the first one. Uh, no Battlefield because I don't really like military shooters. I've played a couple of CODs, but I don't like them. No Left there because I don't like single-player games. Oh, sorry, because I really just do single-player games. Sorry, read that wrong. wrong. Uh, no Halo or Metal Gear Solid, because I never had a PS2 original Xbox and didn't fancy coming to the party late. Dishonored is too new. I will play it eventually when it's dirt cheap. Uh, next one, not a fan of shooty-shooty games. Uh, got Batman Arkham City and Dead Space 2 on PS Plus. Bought them first series for both. So I've just not got around to it yet. Some are still on other systems. No references there. Shadow of Colossus and Eco because I was drinking beer and going to raves. There you go. Uh, Wish I could play a Bioshock Infinite. Damn. Uh, Controls are too involved. No idea what that's referring to. There's a lot on this list I shouldn't have played. Uh, Looks like a miserable 
place to spend so much time. No idea what that is. Uh, crackdown, tried demo, dead space. Didn't get on with controls, Far Cry 3 on the pile of shame too. Journey, hate the PS3 controller. Uh, I've not played the others, and so on and so forth. So thank you to everybody who commented. One quick last comment. Why? Too many games, not enough time. Simple. Yeah, um, thank you, everybody. Oh, is it me? Oh, can I hear a squeaking? Yeah, there's a siren going off near me. Somewhere. Cat hitting a fan. Oh, is there it's a siren? Someone's... Ah. Yeah, someone's house alarm, I think. I mean, we were talking about this. Like, no one... No one does anything about house alarms, is No. No. Well, I'm not bothered. Well, can I'm you like, believe uh, Dave down the road? He fucking, his house alarm's got off, right? There's, yeah, there's two blokes keep going yeah, in and out of the house. Did you guys know Daniel Radcliffe spent six months wearing the same clothes every time he left the theater so that paparazzi photographs of him would be worthless? That, that's <laughs> funny. I like that. Oh, did you see the thing about Reese Witherspoon? That's kind of funny, weren't it? No, what about her? Uh, she got arrested, hasn't she? She's been arrested. Really? <laughs> because, yeah, because a partner, I'm not sure whether it's, is it a husband, either husband or partner or whatever, uh, got pulled over because he was drink driving. Yeah. And she did the, do you know who I am? Really? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do, and your films are awful. Yeah, so I'm going to arrest you. And the, and the officer apparently went, no, I have no idea who you are, but your, your husband's drink driving. <laughs> She's the greatest person to set up a joke with in the world because you go, Hey, did you hear about that actress that got stabbed? Reese, uh, Reese. And then someone goes, with a spoon? And you go, no, with a knife. With a ah! with no, that's funny. That's a funny story, though. So, yes, thank you to everybody who answered it. It was kind of fun. I, might, I should do more of those, like, little yes. survey, one question. That, things, that really gets the show going. Shut up. It was fun. It was fun. It doesn't put the show at a halt at all. And people who listen to our show need to play more games, Tell good you what, games. The, you know, the usual Journey. kind Everyone of funny banter and story time we have at the start. That should, yeah. that should totally be replaced by whatever you just fucking story, did. Story, story time. Survey, survey time. Yeah, survey, survey time. So, yes, thank you, everybody, for that. Stuff. Actually, talking of stories... <laughs> <laughs> talking of stories uh, Steam's working back to normal so I thought I'd just mention that thank god so Virgin must have got the shit sorted out with uh, with Valve shit. and 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 all credit cards are back in place now so I can actually buy stuff again oh god mate I have I not slept I bet you've not I have not slept at all bet you've not Reese Witherspoon um, well known for yeah. a role in Legally Blonde she was. We watched that recently with Millie, actually. They did a play version of that at our school. Yeah, they've done a musical version as well, haven't they? On Broadway yeah, or whatever. Version, probably. that's what they did at our school. She hasn't done a lot recently, yeah. though, has she? With, nope. with a spoon. It's because she got no. stabbed. With what? With the knife! <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> oh, crap, you missed a punchline that time. Yeah, well. Uh, but talking of getting my credit card back, it means I could buy games. Shoot. I bought some Shoot, games. You know, I like you. I do. As a person, yeah, yeah. I really yeah. like you. I think you're a great guy. Yeah. This, what you're yeah. talking about right now, all right, I couldn't give a shit about, to be honest. Like, I'm just saying, I've, but I'm coming into the games I've bought that I've been yeah, but playing. Like, can you just go straight there instead of fucking taking a massive detour? <laughs> uh, whatever. Right, you're listening, then. Just yes, listen. What listen, games did you buy? buy? Listen very carefully. Yes. I will say this only once. What games did you buy? I bought, right, on the recommendation of Jason... Two games. What okay. games did you buy? Both on the iPad. 
So they're both five buttons. And I press the. I don't, I don't think I'm making myself. Clear. Duke. No, Duke. I press the five like buttons. This is like my cousin Vinny. I don't want to hear you clear your throat. The next words out of your mouth will be guilty or not guilty. I think I get the point. I press the well, buy button. Did. Right, hold on. I opened up the app store. Right. And then like I fucking games. Put, put a search in. And then I pressed buy. And then a password thing come up. And then I put the password in. And I got well, it wrong. What games did you buy? You know, that's kind of ironic, isn't it? Like, you're delaying it now. So I can't tell you what I actually bought in a theme play. The irony. No, but the hope is that by making a big deal of it now, in the future, you yeah. take less time to get to the actual name of the game. Yeah, but you see, that's not me. You see, I do the opposite of that. So now I'll take even more time next time. Just so in other words, if we don't want you to take forever, all we can do is sit quietly and pray that you'll eventually yeah, get yes. to the point. That's it, and next oh, time it might be shorter. Uh, but, Stu, as well as I know you, it won't be shorter next time. <laughs> of course it Wait, will. you're not praying enough. Right, anyway, the first game I bought was a very new game. It's very new. It came out it's in 19... talk where we tried to get on the forum. Oh, yeah. Mobile device. That's uh, that's sorry. Yeah. That's not going to work. No. Not, well, not at the moment, anyway. Not at the moment, anyway. Uh, but it came out originally in 1997 uh, on the Mac... And, yeah, it's an adventure game called The Last Express. Have you heard of this? I have not. I'd never heard of it, but apparently it's quite a cult classic, and I was like, I've never heard of this. Uh, so, basically, it's been ported uh, to the iPhone and iPad, and it was in the sale. It had 75% off, so it was £1.49. And, basically, Jason Gollaher sent me an email and said, can you check this out and let me know if it's any good? So, he didn't want to part with his own money. You wanted me to check it out first? So that's, I was like, that's our job. I know. I know. So games I like, you know, they can't. I, said, I thought, look, £1.49, it's worth a pun. Because even if it's crap, I've not really lost a lot. So I didn't even look at anything. I just downloaded it, right? And the first thing I realised is it was 1.2 gigs in size. I'm like, freak me, that's huge for an iPhone game. What the hell yeah, is this? This is already a 1 out of 10. I know. It's massive. So it took quite a while it's to know. It's a big going, file. I know, then it kept going, you need to free up more space on your iPad to download this because it's huge. So I had to keep deleting stuff until I had enough space to uh, download it. Um, but the, re- right, okay, the reason this game is so large, uh, because it's basically, they, they actually did this on a rotoscope. Have you heard of a rotoscope? No. Nope. I am familiar with rotoscope. rotoscope. Chinny, I would have thought, would be familiar with this. Have you seen the video for Take On Me by Aha? It's basically yeah, when you film that. you film something and then you draw frame by frame everything. It's like, like the, uh, Waking Life or uh, what do you call it? Um, the Scanner Darkly movie. Well, yes. with, with the first kind of one that was known was the mini mouse dancing in a grass skirt thing. All right. But that's like the first rotoscope uh, attempt, go, I think. Um, but yes, I have to kind of do a bit of this in... The After Effects. So basically, they've, in 1997... Oh, there you go. I knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so back in 1997, basically, uh, the guy who made this was Jordan Mershner. Have you heard of Jordan Mershner? Oh, yeah, he's the one who did Karataka and Prince of Persia. Correct. Because well, you. You, know, you know what though? I'm not a brilliant video game dude. The only reason I know that is because he slathered his name all over those games. Jordan Mechner's Karataka. Jordan Mechner's it, Prince of Persia. 
Is it Magna? Mershner? Magna. Anyway, whatever way it's pronounced, that's who made this. Uh, This was, I think, potentially the last game he made. Because he made the others, I think, before that, prior to this. Because he didn't make a whole lot of games. He only made, I think, it was about four. About four or five. Oh, no, he did the Prince of Persia Sands of Time. So this was his next to last game that he made. So basically, what he did, he got 60 actors... 60 actors, and they filmed for 20 do, 22 days straight against a blue screen with all the makeup on and everything. So everything in the in the actual game is all sort of live-action filming. And then they basically spent the next two or three years hand-painting every frame, and there were 40,000 frames within the game. That's crazy. It was a huge undertaking, right? And now, at the time it came out, it was critically acclaimed, but it really was a, it was a bit of a commercial flop. So it didn't. So I had no idea what to expect. Didn't know anything about this until I actually started playing it and went to have a look. Because I was like, "Is this new? It doesn't look new, but it looks weird." Um, but it's kind of cool. I didn't get it at first. It was a bit like it's. It's sort of like, uh, if you will, it's got borders on either side. So it's a, sort of like an iPhone-shaped screen in the middle on the iPad, and then it has borders, and you basically have arrows that will turn you round to look at. It. It's, it's a bit like the controls of Mist. Very similar to Mist in the way yeah. it controls. Yeah. So you just press a forward arrow and he'll move one frame forward or whatever along. The, and he's basically set on the Orient Express. Um, you're a wanted criminal, but you've not actually done it for the murder of an Irish policeman. So you're on the run. So your character in the game's on the run. Uh, and you've been asked by this American to meet him on the Orient Express. And it's just before the uh, the First World War. It's the last... Uh, journey for the Orient Express before the First World War. And then it's just like a, a Hitchcock sort of murder mystery on a, on the Orient Express. And it's just really kind of cool. And it took me a bit to... The, the controls take you a bit to get your head around. And the way it's because people will push past you. But the cool thing about this is it's all in real time. So there's no save points. There, there are chapters, but there are no save points. And if you make a mess of it, you have to rewind time to a point where you hadn't made a mess of it and then try again, but do it right the next time. Like in Sands of Time. Yeah, so it's, yeah, possibly, I guess. Yeah, there are some things in there. But it's, um, but it's, it's uh, to a, a factor of six, but you can actually just, you can sleep if you want to to pass time a bit more quickly, but you can just wander around in real time and it lasts for three days game time. Uh, but it's six times normal times for speed. Um, but like people just wander around, and then the AI has. Um, it makes me wonder what the hell happened to games developing because this is was way ahead of its time because it's sort of the AI does its own thing and depending on the decisions you make. And if you don't like, I had to. I was meant to meet someone in the in the buffet car, uh, and I didn't go there at the time I was supposed to. And obviously, he wasn't there when I got there. Because he'd already gone on, gone on his way to do whatever he was doing next, and then he met up with me in my cabin, because I hadn't met him where I was supposed to, and he told me off for not being there. So that was kind of interesting. But one of the first things, this is a bit of a spoiler if you're thinking of playing it. Uh, but one of the first, careful. I, I know. Warning! Warning! Spoiler for a game from 1997. Hey man, um, I was just about to play this. Oh no, I think you kind of enjoy it to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But you spend a lot of time just eavesdropping. So you're into people watching. You have to go, like, you just go and sit in the buffet car and, and listen to what people are talking about, which gives you clues as to what you need to or where you need to go next. So there's no strict. There's no. It's like a point and click adventure game, but there's nothing. You do interact with some objects, but it's no, not. It's a near Esther. 
No, because there's oh no, because there's a there's a plot and there are action sequences where you have to do fights and stuff, which are like uh, button prompts on the screen. So no, it's oh, not. Oh what? So the, oh no, there's a definite plot. There's a lot of intrigue and the, like the first thing you find is, and I don't want to because it's a bit of a spoiler here, but you find something's yeah. happened to someone that's not good. Oh. <laughs> Let's just say that. And you have to think on your on your feet. I'm trying to think of a good way of putting it. Okay, just to give you a good example of some of the things that had happened in the game. One of the things is, obviously, I'm on the run. I did something that prompted the police to board the train at one of the stations to look for a, a suspect, which was obviously me, right? So I can see or hear the, the police coming down the train from the opposite end of where I am. Obviously, if I'm in my room, they're knocking on every door and going you know, come to the door and we need to check if we are. And they've obviously got a description of me. So what I did was sneak into another cabin where there was a dude asleep in bed and hid in his bathroom until they'd gone. But you could hear them getting closer and closer and knocking on each door as they were coming along the cabin. And the, the sound is incredible. You know, they've done an amazing job with the, you know, because you do feel like they're far away and then they get closer and closer. And then they obviously, then you hear them having an argument with the, uh, with the conductor saying, look, you know, we've got to move on to the next, you know, we've got to keep on time. So you either stay on the train or you've got to get off now. And he has a bit of an argument with the police and then they get off and off they go. And then it just carries on. So it's, it's very, very cool. And then I did something and then overheard other passengers talking about what I'd done. You know, they were sort of just talking about it. It said, this this thing happened. So it's very cool. I like it. I like it a lot. And for £1.49, you really can't go wrong. Uh, and you you can even play it because it is available on good old games for, I think, $5 or something. Oh, snap. I was so playing you, a GOG the other day. Yeah, so it's available on there. But... This could be potentially my first game you've got to have a go of, you know, potentially, potentially, because I think I think Chini would like this because it's very um, CSI. Uh oh, why didn't you just it's say that to... at the start? Just, <laughs> just go it's Chini very... game log CSI on the iPad. Yeah, murder mystery, point and click. No real puzzles to speak of, but the puzzles involve you being in the right place at the right time and interacting with other. You don't get to choose dialogue options; it just happens. Uh, but you basically you've got to survive and find out who the who the actual killer is. Yeah, who is the killer? Um, but it's like I say, it did it did throw me a bit. It will take a bit of getting used to the controls, etc. But we'll uh, we'll see what I nominate. It might be my nomination on my first week. So I've been playing that. Then he recommended another point and clicker on the iPad and iPhone called Gemini Roo, uh, which is very Blade Runner esque. And it's kind of a cool and interesting concept. It's it's a little bit more. Some of the puzzles aren't as obvious as they could be. You know, some of it is like you had to figure out that you had to kick some boards. That wasn't very obvious. You had to do that. Um, well, everyone knows you got to kick some boards. Got to kick some boards. But it's got some. It's got a, a kind of a good system where if you press and hold on the screen, it will actually highlight everything you can interact with. So, but then you end up doing this thing where you just wander around and interact with everything until you find the thing you're supposed to be interacting with. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but the story's very cool. It is. It's basically about this. It's kind of this weird story. I'm not really entirely sure what's totally going on at the moment. Uh, but there's this sort of center you know, like a rehabilitation center, but they're actually wiping people's memories and rebuilding them as new people. So they've, they've no recollection of who they are. A bit like sort of, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, well, the, the, there's that thing where they're called the dollhouse. Have you seen that? The dollhouse? The TV series? Sorry. No. I'm so they basically no use, 
they use someone for something and then they can wipe the memory and, and reprogram them to be another person again. So it's sort of that, really. Uh, but it's, play, it's cool because you're playing as two characters. So you're playing as one character that's on this re- in this rehabilitation center and one is like a cop that's trying to hunt down uh, that person. So you're playing as both characters at the same and you can just switch uh, on the fly who you want to play as. So you can solve a bit of one's story and puzzle and then switch to the other and solve a bit of theirs. Uh, but that's a bit more expensive. That's £2.49, so that was a bit more expensive. But yeah, no, kind of enjoying that. So both of those records. So thank you, Jason. Jason Gullaher uh, both... coming in there with the they were both recommendations. Yeah. Good recommend. But The Last Express is probably my favourite of the two mm-hmm. uh, because it's a much less complex is that game. available on the iPhone? It, it, apparently it works best on the iPhone. It works better than it does on the, the iPad, apparently. The Last Express. Right. A last express. But it would be nice for this to get, considering it didn't do very well the first time around, to get a bit of love uh, now. Last express. express. So definitely, definitely worth a look. Um, so those, I told you, that's cheap, though. It's, well, it's, it's up to 20 hours of gameplay. What do you want for £1.49? And good, cool and interesting. But some of it is a bit boring. You just sort of sat listening to people's conversations and stuff. But they're all... The voice acting is really good. What's, what I really liked about it, it is that they've got all different nationalities on the train. So if they speak in English, obviously, you just understand. If they speak in French, you get English subtitles. So there's people speaking in French, German. Russian. So there's all these different. But the, the voice acting, I thought, I thought was excellent. It's really well done voice acting. And it feels very natural. You know, it feels very natural. It's probably the closest thing to this now is The Walking Dead. It's that kind of game where it's not very heavily puzzle-driven, but more story-driven. You know, it's just this murder mystery that you're in the middle of, and there's all these characters that are up to no good on the Orient Express. And the the actual detailing of the train is kind of cool as well. It's very clever. Very clever. And you get to know all the different passengers from a day-to-day basis. I like it. It's good. Um, I've been playing more Dead Space 3. Uh, thankfully, the human interaction killing stuff hasn't been oh, too good. Because that was sh- when I played down, that was the worst part. I thought, Why would yeah. I want to shoot humans? It it, it it was there for a bit, and now it sort of dropped off. Now I don't know whether it's going to come back <sighs> again. Probably. But the best part yeah, about I'm Dead sure. Space in general was shooting the limbs off everything. Yeah, yeah. That's the point. That's what you do. That's what it's for. See, that's made, what's made it different. Ah, oh, yeah. God. I'm still only using the plasma cutter, so I'm saying that's still pretty much my go-to weapon. Even against really. the humans? Yeah, because it's the most accurate. I've got a long-range sight on it now as well. Oh, shit. So, yeah, so that works kind of better, but I don't know. I've not been... But the trouble is, right, okay, this is the thing, right? They... There's... Right, you get all these, like, minerals and stuff that you have to use to make your weapons with, right? So you need all these minerals, otherwise you can't make your weapons and stuff. Now, there's one, I can't remember what the hell it's called now, but there's one mineral in particular that is in very short supply. Uh-huh. And to make the best weapons, you need loads of it. So that's where the microtransaction thing comes in, because it goes, ooh, you could make all these really cool weapons. You've got all this other stuff, but you haven't got much of this. Come and buy some. And even the scavenger robots, you know, you send off these scavenger bots or whatever to go and scavenge stuff. They come back with burly any of it so is, is it even worth sending them well not really they come back with loads of the other stuff but the one thing you really need they don't come back with barely any of which i don't right. like 
just because it's definitely manufactured that way to make you want to go and get the because cool, they'll give you this cool blueprint and go oh you could make this cool weapon and then you look at it and it needs 600 of whatever this thing is and i'm just like uh so i can't make that because i've only got 60 so but overall i don't really need up to now i've not needed anything apart from my plasma cutter so that's literally all i'm using stupid though isn't it really like you know they make a game of all those weapons and you just end up using the first one and yeah it does but that's but that's because they're now wanting you to pay for your upgrades and your weapons and stuff so all your upgrades you can pretty much do but if you want the the cool weapons you've got to pay i reckon i reckon you'd have to wait you'd have to play it through about four times to get enough stuff to make all the cool weapons so yeah. uh, I don't know whether you get a bit more. Is there a multiplayer in this? An actual multiplayer? Is no, it just it's co-op? just co-op. Yeah, just co-op. So you're not going to earn any more from doing stuff like that. You know, if they had like a meta game or something where you could earn more stuff, but there doesn't seem to be apart from sending your scavenger bots off to look for stuff. So, but I'm still enjoying it. I'm still enjoying the actual story and the game. It, it does get a bit tedious at points. There's a lot of tedious sort of do a lot of backtracking you know go and do this and then you have to backtrack all the way but i did another fairly cool side mission and the side missions are well worth doing because you get tons of supplies you know so that's when you will get loads of stuff like that that you really need so it is worth doing the side missions so but yeah i'm, I'm enjoying the side missions they're kind of cool but they're all uh, they're, they're sort of like an, an in-game horde mode if you will the side missions because the, the the second one the first one i thought was really cool which was on this abandoned yeah, but you space. can't access them from the menu can you you can't get no no they're within the game so it's sort yeah. of you can go and do this or you don't have to and there's some co-op ones as well that are co-op only so i don't know how they work uh but some co-op only ones as well but he'll just sell of say you know uh you can either go and do this or you can just carry on with the main story quests and stuff so it gives you the option but to be honest with you because i found them quite interesting I've, and they, they, they take you to new areas that you haven't been to before and but they tend to they tend to be revolving this the two i've done revolved around the same premise whereas you'll get to an area they'll lock you in fight off loads of aliens and then move on to the next little area lock you in again fight off loads of aliens and keep doing until you get to the place where you need to be to get your supplies the first one was a bit more interesting than the second one i've done it was a, it was kind of interesting because there was a bit of story with that as well you know and a bit of background and a bit more a going on yeah there was a couple of characters sorry 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 time sorry i was a little slow on that one but overall i'd stand by what i said last week and i am enjoying it far more than i thought i was going to so you know it is yeah. it is a it's a decent game out of all the yeah look do you, out of all the three dead space games which one do you yep. prefer do you know, if I'm being really honest with you, one? my favourite... No. My favourite was Dead Space Extraction on the Wii. Okay. Including all the good ones, which one do you prefer? <laughs> that is one come of, on, that is one come of the best on. ones. It's good. Including it's all the main game. ones, then. Not... Okay, the main ones, probably... Don't say the iPhone game or I'll punch you. <laughs> probably. Uh, probably Dead Space 2, just edging it. Okay. Apart from the ending. Yeah. I like I like the game better. I like the beginning of it. I thought it was excellent, mm. but I think I'm becoming a bit immune to it. That's the trouble. It's not scary anymore. Yeah. That's the trouble. Uh, but the original Dead Space, I think, it was cool because it was such a surprise. I wasn't expecting it to be like it was. It was cool. So. Uh, and then the final thing I played, I've played about the first hour and a half, two hours of Bioshock again. Oh, okay. The original. I just thought, do you know what? I just fancied downloading the Infinite it. Infinite or one. No, no, the original. Okay. Original Bioshock. Uh-huh. 
And I'll tell you, oh, I get, it takes some getting used to having to actually only be able to have out plasmids or yeah, your weapon. I was doing the same thing. I had the same experience. Oh, Skypey. <sighs> you on Skypey again there. Talk, just say some more stuff. Saying some more stuff. Yeah, it's weird. It just sort of comes and it goes. It is very Good odd. now? Yeah, you're fine. Go on, say again. Here's the edit. Yeah, I was having yeah. that same experience. It's so annoying having to switch and switch and switch, switch. There's yeah, no exactly. reason for it. No, no, because it's not like... It, uh, I mean, there are some two-handed weapons, aren't there? Well, I you understand get... that, but when you have one-handed weapons... I mean, we've gotten spoiled, you know, Oblivion, or, uh, Skyrim and, you know, other games. I can't think of any other games. <laughs> <laughs> no, Skyrim. Skyrim. Do we need other games, really? That's it. But it's still, it was cool to play through that first section of the game again, you know, and sort of, I'm just coming up to the first big daddy battle, you know, when you're in that area. Yeah, and you I remember up. that. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, but it is cool. It is cool. I am, I, I'm remembering how cool it is. I, so I, might, I haven't so, played that on my game attack, look, my, you know, this game attack, so. Have you not? I might have to play it. Yeah, I might dip in and out. You know, I might be one of those that just dip in and out every now yeah, and again and play. That's what I'm doing with Half Life at the moment. You know what I mean? Just I've played them before, but I will play them again at some point. Yeah, so I'll dip in and out. Uh, but that's it for me this week. So I've played quite a bit of stuff, but yeah, enjoying most of it. So uh, let's come over to you, Chidi. What have you been up to? Uh, not a lot really this week. Um, I've been playing uh, Gears of War. Judgment. Oh. Yeah. Um, I played the Aftermath DLC. No, no, sorry. No. Now, there's two campaigns. Not DLC, sorry. I'm miles away. There's two campaigns. There's the Judgment campaign. Right. And there's the Aftermath campaign. Now, the Judgment campaign is a prequel to Gears of War 1. Yeah. Where Baird and Cole are being judged. Get it? Get it? Judged. Yeah, judgment. Get it? Yeah, I get, oh, get it. I get it. That Tom Bissell, that Tom Bissell's sharp, um, and he is very sharp. I'm being, I'm being honest, being very honest. Um, yes, yeah, so Judgment, and then you got another campaign which is separate called Aftermath. And what Aftermath is is uh, in Gears of War three, there's a moment in the game. It's not very memorable, but there's a moment where Cole and Baird split up from Marcus and So is, is this the DLC that's coming No, it's not there? DLC. Sorry, I, I said that, but it's not DLC. It comes with the game, right? Uh, and it's it's just like, hey, remember when we split up from Marcus and Dom in Gears of War 3? Well, this is what happened. Right. Because in Gears of War 3, you start playing as the woman and uh, something else. Uh, I forgot the other character. But like yeah, so Baird and Dom, and I, I, I not Baird and Dom, Baird and uh, Cole just just go their own separate way. And I did think it was odd to be honest when I first played Gears. Like where did where are they going? Um, but yeah, we find out where they went, which I think is pretty good. It's, yep. a, it's a cool little thing. So you know they they haven't just settled for you know just 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 doing the judgment campaign or something else. And I'm working my way through that. And my problem with the judgment one, I don't know if you remember, but it was it had a lot of like uh, those de- declassified things where it made the missions not fun. You know, it added things to them, and I and I said like it should it should do that as an unlockable after you finish the campaign once. Well, yeah, the aftermath campaign doesn't have any of that. You know, you just it's like a normal gears campaign. You just walk through it normally. 
So how long are each of these campaigns? Well, the first one's about five hours. Right. So the Judgment one's about five. Yeah, and I, I think this one's about probably about five hours as well. Like I'm, I've already yeah. gone I'm about about an hour in. Um, right. So I'm, I'm guessing this might be the same. Maybe, maybe it's shorter. But you know, not too bad, not too shabby. And really, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. Um, Dark Siders Two is shit. <laughs> oh dear. I've, you know, you, you know, you said it, that last week, so you know, you know, it's difficult for me to post the game back without finishing it. But I know it never happens. Dark Siders Two, just oh fuck that shit. Um, couldn't couldn't deal with it. So Dark Siders Two. Nah, and that's it really for me. Cool. A bit short. Right. Over to you then, Duke. I've been playing a lot of things. Uh, I finally got around to playing that game Stu gave me, Unmechanical. Um, I. Can you explain why you thought I would like this? <laughs> I thought you would like the, you know, the, okay. it's a little bit like machinery. I would minis. like it about it. Well, I thought you'd like the puzzling about it. I thought you'd like the art style is very sort of cool. Really? I don't know. I thought you would like it. Because I don't like it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> gotcha. I thought for one minute you were right. I was thinking, I'm sure it would like this. No, it's awesome. It's so sublime and beautiful and minimalist, but it's deep and it's got some oh, really cool stuff. What game is this again? It's called Unmechanical, and okay. it's sort of limbo-ish, and okay. it's like it's sparse in that way. I mean, it's much more colorful. Is but it on Steam? Yeah, it's it's on Steam, but it's also it's in 3D. Yeah, it's on the iPad, but it's too it's a bit too small for an iPhone. I can't. I mean, you have to do several things at once, so I think it would be annoying to try to do it on a touch screen. It's not so bad. It works on the iPad. I've not had too many issues. So oh, anyway, no. you're this little floating robot head thing, and I didn't realize until I was trying to do the first puzzle that you could pick things up. So I do wish it had had one of those things like in Limbo where it says like you push with this button, and because uh, I had I was trying to move this rock around, just bumping into it, and finally <laughs> I accidentally touched the mouse button, and I was like, oh, that's a tractor beam. Okay, that makes it so much easier. Um, but it's really cool and it's very elegant and the graphics are great and the music is very sublime and I'm really loving it. I, I'm really having a good time. So thank you very much, Stu, for giving me thank that. Thank you. Well, I saw it was on fairly cheap and I thought, do you know what? I'm going to buy that. As long as you're not spending much like. money on me. No, as long as I spend a lot of money, you know, but yeah. not too much for you. But it's good. It's, it's good. good. Unmechanical. My God, you liked it. I really yeah. didn't think you liked it. I was thinking, how can you not like it? It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a great game. I haven't played very much of it yet, but I will. Um, I played the demo for Tropico 3 because I had it, uh-huh. and <laughs> um, it's fine. I mean, it's funny, and the presentation's good, but I don't know. I started going through the tutorial, and after like five minutes, I was like, God, there's so much to keep track of. I just can't be bothered. That's the problem. I really feel like playing a, a strategy game. But you I don't want to keep track of all the stuff you're supposed to keep track of. I want to play Kingdom for Keflings. I should go play that again because it's it's so beautiful. It gives you one thing, and then you do that thing for a little while, and then it adds in another thing, and then you do that thing for a while. Uh, and you don't have to worry about fighting or getting killed or anything, so whatever. Um, speaking of strategy games, uh, 
I I bought Galactic Civilizations 2 when it was on Steam for cheap, and I finally gave it a try. And there's I don't understand how it works. Like I get that basically it's civilization but in space. All right, fine, I get that. But first of all, it doesn't have a playing tutorial. It has videos that you're supposed to watch, which I mean, if it's a smaller developer, I get that, but I'm so used to tutorials that walk you through while you're playing that having to watch videos feels very 1996 or whatever, you know what I mean? Like uh so but whatever, I, I did some of the campaign because it's leading you through different scenarios. And I reached a certain point where, and I have it on Cakewalk. That's the other thing. It's on, the, the difficulty levels are like at the high end where it's very difficult. It's like insane, impossible, tooth busting, you know, monstrously difficult. And then and it's like medium, easy, beginner, Cakewalk. The cakewalk is the easiest one. So I'm like, all right, I'll put it on cakewalk. And I'm still getting my ass handed to me. Uh. I suck. This is <laughs> pathetic. I can't believe how bad I am. Um, I, I don't know what to do because this enemy I'm supposed to be taking over. I've, I destroyed the first round, the enemy in that first galaxy or whatever. I took him over, piece of cake, no sweat. And I was like, yes, bow before me, puny mortals. I will conquer everything. And then the second galaxy i go into the dude comes out with these big ships and it just destroys me anytime i get near him just, your ship explode so i'm just like <laughs> what am i supposed to do and and i guess i'm not researching the right tech or something but i have no idea how to deal with it and i'm supposed to be taking over this planet but when i'm there's certain troops okay so there's certain spaceships you're supposed to use to attack the other spaceships and then there's different spaceships you're supposed to use to invade their planet and when I try to invade their planet, nothing happens. Like, I'll click on the spaceship, I'll click on the planet, and then it just just sits there. And I'm like, why aren't you attacking the planet? So, I don't think that's that... That's way gets, too stressful for me. It's, a, it's very... And it's turn-based, so it's really not that stressful, but it's frustrating, because I have no idea what to do. Do you feel like it's a good idea, but just not very well executed? But here's the thing about it, because I was like, oh man, I need a different strategy game. So I looked on Steam, strategy games, sort it by the Metacritic rating. It's right at the top! It's got like a 92 Metacritic rating, and I'm like, why? What am I not getting about this? Ah. So is, he not, is XCOM not at the top of that list? Yeah, it is also XCOM. at the top, right. But that's squad tactics i'm not looking for squad tactics yeah. i'm looking for a fleet of spaceships now there is one called like tragedy of a distant sun or trinity of a something something so i'm thinking about getting that but that's like 20 bucks so i don't know maybe but that's that's a lot of money and i only have about 600 dollars to my Ken name what's his ass with 600 dollars <laughs> you know i was gonna say it's not gonna be like a game you've got to pay real money for surely yeah i know right so anyway <laughs> Uh, Who does that? Doing it again. Sorting. Where is it? Oh, I was just looking at it. Oh, well. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Sins of a Solar Empire. That's it. $20. Oof. I don't know. That's a lot of money. But it does look cool because it's got space battles and everything. So anyway, I went back and played a little more Galaxy on Fire, which is a great game. And, I mean, here's the thing. The flip side of that, like, strategy itch is... This game doesn't scratch that strategy itch because it's just like fly over here, kill these things, go to this space station, buy this, collect up, the cargo, place. 
Yeah, exactly. Like I love that game, though. It's I love a great it. Game. Don't get me wrong. It's awesome, but it's not the type of game I want to play right now. That's the thing. Like I'm looking to fit this strategy itch. So anyway, um, I, I realized that I had bought Empire Earth from Good Old Games. Speaking of Good Old Games, a while back I had bought Empire Earth, which is a great real-time strategy game. So I started playing that a little again, and it's so good. I was like, oh, this game's awesome. If anybody ever played Empire Earth back in the day, you know what I'm talking about. That's a great game. Um, it's basically a ripoff of Age of Empires, but better. Um so anyway, that was fun. I played a bunch of that. And then I realized that I had Disciples 2 that I had bought from GOG as well. So I downloaded that again. And I haven't gone back to playing that yet. But that's turn-based fantasy strategy. So that'll be cool to go back to that. And I played a little more Scribble Knots Unlimited. And the Duchess had a, a fun time listening to me go, Ah, look at that! I just killed this clown or whatever. Uh, I thought I wrote some stuff down about that, but I guess not. Eh, whatever. Um... And then the other thing I did this week, which I'm very proud of, is I beat the bridge. Wow. wow. That game is so mind-screwing. I can't tell you. By the end, I was just like basically trial and error, which is – I mean, you're going to have some of that to an extent with every puzzle game, but – this, I mean, it just gained, it got to the point where I was like, I don't even really know what I'm supposed to do because there were so many things. It's impossible to think it through because, I mean, you're dealing with literally impossible geometries and worlds that can't exist. So You, you don't need geometry, though. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you say that? Because you just want to play some games. We ain't doing geometry. We try to play some games. Touche, my friend. Um, yeah. But, uh... Uh, here's the thing. There's four worlds in each of the universe. There's two universes, and it'll make sense if you ever play it. Uh, four worlds in each of the universes, and then six rooms in each of those worlds. So, But I kept thinking for some reason there were six worlds. So when I got to the end of the fourth world, I was like, all right, I only got two more you know, worlds to go. And then suddenly the game was over, and I'm like, oh, I beat it! Oh, my God, I beat it! Yeah! <laughs> and I was so proud of myself. So, yeah, that was exciting. And then we had our... Uh, Gears of War Judgment play date because we had had the one before on Easter and then nobody came. We're like, okay, it must be the problem is Easter. And so we said, we'll have another one that's not on Easter and we'll see if anybody shows up to that. And yeah. The problem is not Easter. The problem is nobody likes Gears of War Judgment except for me and Ninja Fox. And we had an awesome time because we were... um, we were playing together, and we were yelling, and it was fun, and it was crazy. And at one point, I became a Serapede, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great game. I don't know why more people great are playing it. And uh, <sighs> we, got, we, were, we were putting this lobby against this team that was really, really good. And they just kept launching the Bushka things. There was nothing yeah. we could do about it. And it was so annoying. <laughs> And then we got into a different lobby, and the team was not as good, so yeah. we were kicking ass. And we, we, we want, yeah, we wanted to end on a positive note, so we were the monsters, and we destroyed the cogs, and uh, blew up the generator, and then we said, that's it, we're leaving, before they had a chance to try to beat us on the other side. So it was a really good uh, evening, or afternoon in my case. And uh, thanks, Ninja Fox. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I'll play that game more if people want to, but I don't think we're going to do any more playdates because not many people came. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one, though, isn't it? Because that's sort of like a very recent game. You'd have thought quite a few people would be on it. 
Good game as well. Everybody heard Chinny talking about the lack of maps, and they were like, I ain't buying that. It's good, though. It's really good. I like it. So the question is this. What should we do for our next play date? Mm, That's a good question. I don't really know. How about we say Left 4 Dead? Everyone likes Left 4 Dead. Yeah, why not? Why not? I might might even come if I'm around. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see you. I know. I play Left 4 Dead. I like Left 4 Dead, man. Granting us with your presence, though. And I, be, I do come to the odd Left 4 Dead play. You know, was the last one you were at? Yeah, exactly. Texas Hold'em. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, Burns. Do, yeah, it's the 28th, Ooh. people. 28th of April, Sunday. Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Or Left 4 Dead 2, whichever. Oh, I haven't got two. Oh, well, then so Left 4 Dead 1. I haven't got the two. Either. Be there! Yeah. That's there it. Go. Right, that's it. Yep. So, for Vladis. Yeah, no. No, it's But it is time for our new feature. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. We've got a theme song, but the question is, do we want to hear the explicit version or do we want to hear the clean version? I'll play the explicit one. We don't care. Bitch, bitch, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Climb on, climb on, climb on, climb on, climb on, climb on, bitch. Brilliant. <laughs> I've got to say, best intro ever. Yeah, pretty <laughs> I'm going to play the clean version just so you can hear how ridiculous it is because it doesn't even make any sense with it all bleeped out. So anyway, it doesn't it doesn't work the same with the beeping out, but yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, I was editing that last night, and the Duchess comes in the room. She's like, "What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing, <laughs> bitch, 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 bitch." <laughs> I'm making a song for you, my love. <laughs> I hope there's no kids listening to this. Skullduggar, stop playing this in the public room. Yeah. Yes, you don't have a public room in your house. The family room. Yes, let's all withdraw to the public room. room. We're going to have dinner tonight in the public room. We can smoke our pipes and cigars. (laughs) (sighs) Parlor, how's that? Don't listen to this in the parlor. A new episode of the Veteran Gamers. Put it on the stereophone. Uh, Get the fire on, darling. (laughs) So anyway, play my game, bitch. Again, yeah, so, Ginny, what have you got for us? Uh, right, it's a game that you might not have heard of. Okay. And I have to convince, for the people that don't know, I have to convince Duke and Shu to give it a go. It's called Halo Wars. Oh, right, okay. I have not played this. And I haven't. I've played the demo a very, very, very long time ago, but that's the only thing I've ever played. Okay, so... Reasons why I think you should play it. Duke, you was talking about the strategy itch. And feel free... My strategy itch. Feel free to yeah, come the up science with fiction space itch, too. So there you go. Now, I know you're not a fan of Halo. No, I'm not. But you don't really need to be, to be honest. Um, Halo's just the I skin. Name that shit to Galo. Uh, Halo's just kind of like the skin. Because the people that made this uh, made... Uh, a series like a strategy series that was very well received I can't remember what it was um, but anyway the, the, there's a good game beneath there and the people that made it were hired because of their strategy skills not because there was whatever studio 
that was going around at the time. They made Age of Empires. That's it. Well, yeah, that's awesome. So they're the makers of Age of Empires, and it's a it's a strategy game just for the console, right? Purposely made for the console, and it's okay. A few things: the campaign is co-op and single player, so it's a perfect kind of campaign to get you introduced to the strategy, to get introduced to all the different vehicles. And then, if you want to play it co-op, you can play it co-op. Also, there's loads and loads and loads and loads of replayability because you can unlock skulls, you can get gold medals and stuff. Unlock and, skulls? What does that get you? Well, look, it's, it's in every Halo game. So if you unlock skulls or if you find them in a map, you get them and then like they kind of make the, dif- the, the they change the game. Like They uh-huh. make like enemies different or they'll make... Um, Birthday celebrations. So it's a very good campaign. It's uh, very long in, in for a strategy game. It's about ten hours campaign. It's all co-op. So if you two wanted to start today, you could play it together. Uh, nah, but that's it. There's a time issue there. There wasn't the sort of finding time to play. Well, together. there's that. But you can play it single player as well. You see, but right, the problem I've got is these. I don't. I don't ever. I don't think I've ever played one of this type of game. You never played you know, a real-time strategy. Well, here's your chance to. Well, I know. It's very accessible. It scares me. Very, it looks complicated. Very, very accessible. I promise you, it is. Right. Okay. Because it, it was personally made for the console. So, for example, you're not going to get like a keyboard, and you got loads of different keys and hotkeys to do different things think about it it's all on the console controller so you yeah, ain't there's a lot of buttons on the console controller it could still be there is but it's basically wheels the way the con the, the controls work is wheels mm-hmm. you know so you, you you press you've got your base and if you want to build some you have different slots on your base to build stuff and you press it on it and a wheel will come up and you just choose whatever you want from the wheel and to select to select a new unit has always been a problem on the console because how do you divide them up? You know, so if you've got three tanks, two air vehicles, three troops, how do you divide them all up? Well, you can have all units, which is the LB button. You can have local units, which is just what's on the screen at the time. Um, and you can use the right trigger and left trigger to scroll through the different unit types. But how do I know what I need? How do I know what I'm going to well, need? That's I just don't good. The best, The best thing about... The game, like going on to the multiplayer now, I've been playing the multiplayer, I think I put about 120 hours into it now. It has overtaken Red Dead Redemption on Raptor for me, for the most played game ever. Um, and the the way you know, it's, it's basically paper, rock, scissors, Stu. That's what the multiplayer is like. It's paper, rock, scissors. So, for example, if I have tanks, all right, you need anti-vehicles. Right. Um, and if I have air, you need anti-air. But how do I know what you've got? Well, that's the beauty of it. You, you can send out warthogs to scout. Right. So you, you, everybody starts with a warthog, or if you start as a, with an alien kind of thing, you, you, you start off with a, like a small vehicle that can't really do a lot of damage. And a lot of people use those at the start of the game to scout out. So you just drive them around, drive it past very quickly. But if you take too long, they'll just get shot and killed. Right. So what I'll do, so what Matt and I will do when we're playing together, is 
Matt and I will um, send out a scout. I'll, I'll just kind of send one of my warthogs off to die. And we'll both look at the same time at their base. So I'll be like, okay, they've got this, they've got this, they've got this. We need this, this, and this. It's paper, rock, scissors. That's all it is. And we have different strategies. So, for example, it, like it's all about supplies. Supplies is your currency, you know? So you have to build these factories that make supplies. Right. But what I can do is I'll just make those and I'll just gift them all to Matt. So Matt will be building up his uh, army quicker than me, but he'll have really strong units because he can upgrade the tech and everything. And then while he's doing that and overtaking all the other bases, I'm building my tech. So it's kind of like a you give each other help and you help you help each other out. It's just, just but, but no strategy. We think we got it all figured it out, but it never it never feels like you've got it just right. There's always like a counter to it. There's, it the game's so well balanced, right? Because if you if you you pick the alien race, you know the hunters, the big hunters, they're anti-vehicle. So you need anti-inventory. To get anti-inventory, you need barracks. It's it's just constant like balancing all the time. It's a perfectly balanced strategy game that's easily accessible for noobs that haven't played strategy games before, like used to. And it's difficult to master for for people that have played strategy games like you, Duke. It's awesome, and the multiplayer just makes it so much more fun. And play this for a while, so I probably will. With the bonus, okay, okay. With the bonus, it has all the Halo stuff in it. So if you do like Halo, great. It's got all the vehicles that you recognise. Yeah, I kind of do. Okay, so decision time, Juki. You're gonna play? Yes. Or pass? I will play. I'll play from you. Ah, okay. It's it's six pounds on Amazon, so it's not a whole lot of money. And also, that six pounds will get you the limited edition, which includes the DLC, which is worth eight hundred Microsoft points. Well, no, that's for the standard edition. I think the the limited edition I can get for ten pounds thirty. So that's eight hundred Microsoft points worth there. You get more maps. It's class. It's a bargain. It's a steal. Yeah. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll go for a play. I have thought about this a few times because it's it's some it's it's probably the least play type of game that I, I I don't I just don't play this type well, of game. I've got XCOM and I'm a bit like Well just so that you I, know I kinda like the demo. The campaign is very different to the multiplayer, right? So when you play the campaign, it'll introduce you to different things. It'll get you to do things that you don't do in the multiplayer. The multiplayer is just this separate awesome battle arena. You know, it's just a map where you once enemy starts on the one side and you start on the other and it can be one V one 2v2 or 3v3 and you can mix them up so you can there's three different you can play as three different human leaders and you can play right. as three different alien leaders and they have the, they all have their own bonuses so for for example um uh, anders which is this woman she her tech upgrades are really cheap so she could upgrade her vehicles to really strong vehicles but like they're cheap, but you know you you need supplies. So Forge, the other character, he has double supply pads, so he gets more supplies, but his tech upgrades a normal price. So that's why I be I'm Forge and I give all my money to Matt, who's Anders, because he gets cheap tech upgrades, so he upgrades him quicker. 
So it, it all goes very well. So there's, there's just constant different, constantly different ways to um, play the game. And we come across people there who played it twice as much as us. And the most exciting thing about it is sometimes we win, sometimes it's lose. It's, like, it's never, you know, it's never like a, a dead cert. And we played an hour and a half games where we win. And we play five-minute games where we win. You know, it's just that different. But, but now you're making it sound complicated. So now you're sort of dissuading me. No, it's not complicated. Well, it is and it isn't. There you go. That's a classic stew line. <laughs> it is a classic is. stew line. It is and it isn't. I, I think okay, Duke, look. Duke will contest to it, though. Any strategy game... You know, a, a good a mark of a, a good, good strategy, strategy game. Yeah. Same, same as a good. I'm trying to think of an example for you, Stu. Maybe you're not really a fighting fan, but you maybe you understand a bit more. Like you know, fighting games like Street Fighter, where yeah. they're really easy to master. Sorry, now they're easy to kind of easy learn. To play. Hard easy to play. Yeah. Like you know, hard to master. You know, yeah. so you can bash buttons. The, the, the beauty of Street Fighter was that like, it was really accessible and everybody loved it and it was fun, but. There was also this other side to Street Fighter where it's just like pro gamers would get into it and get reach a level where, you know, it just unbelievable status. So Halo Wars and strategy games just have that. And Halo Wars is so underrated. It's one of the best games on the console. And it's so good. And it's different, Stu. You always have to do different know. things. Oh, it's definitely different. It's different to every... I know you're not a big multiplayer fan anymore, but... It'll be completely different to every multiplayer game you played on the Xbox 360. Guaranteed. Okay. Look, I'll play it. I'll play it, all right? What can I say? I'll let you know what happens next week. I'm, I'm hoping that I've convinced a few listeners to play. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. So good. Okay. Well, carrying on with you, I guess it's time for Chini's News. It's Chini's News time. So thank you for the recommendation. <laughs> Putting news first. Whose uh, turn is it next week for the... I don't know. We'll decide at the end of the show. We'll um, well, there isn't a lot of news, to be honest. What do you mean? There's, there's quite a lot of news this week. Really? Yeah, there's a little bit. There's definitely a bit. Oh, shit. I've been wrong, looking at the wrong section. Why is there two news sections? <laughs> because you set up another one. There was one from ages ago. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no, it's the top one. Top one. Top there is quite a bit of news. Let me get rid of those. Yeah, let's get rid of all that shit, man. I was like... Um, while you're doing that, though... While you're doing that, um, yeah, I just thought I'd mention this one because this isn't really news, but it's a quick thing. But Peter Molyneux has had it, has now added an option to add cubes back to the curiosity. Oh, you cube. nobody's talking about this anymore. We're done. That's no, not- seriously. So he's now you can buy cubes to put back on. Why so would while anyone people- do that? Because it's like it's like pay to troll, isn't it? It's like all these people are trying to get to the middle, and someone's paying to put cubes back on it. While they're trying to knock him off, he. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's just like and line Peter Molyneux's pocket while they're at it. <laughs> so you can pay. If you pay 69p, you get 10,000 cubelets added. Uh, pay 49, 4.99, you get 100,000. And 7.49, you can add 500,000 cubes back to the cube. The right. cube. So far, this is absolutely true, and I just cannot believe this, right? So far, at the time that this article was written, so, so far, this is unbelievable, right? People have paid to remove 13,780,000, and people have paid to add 4,680,000. So, you do the maths, I guess. 
So for remove so for removing an additional thirty millions, some people have paid to add four million back. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. Wow, that's ridiculous. I mean I spend money on some dumb things, but god damn. Yeah, how crazy is that? So people have been paying real life money to add cubes back to the cube. But this right, this makes me also question whether there really is anything in the middle. Because then you're sort of asking well, is this so that no one ever gets to the middle? Because it'll become this war of attrition where people are paying to add stuff while people are trying to remove it. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Craziness. Craziness. Anyway, what else is there? That's just um, a crazy... Goodwill story. Hunter, who found Rare Game, he suddenly to pay student loans. Yeah, that's... Uh, the woman who purchased from a Goodwill store... One of the rarest collectible video games in the world, valued by some at $15,000, says her heart, quote, raced the whole time, unquote, as she found it, bought it, and walked out of the store. Uh, this is her. I recognized the game immediately, but verified the title online before I purchased it. The unidentified woman from Gastonia. That's not a real place, surely. Um, God knows. T- told Game Gavel, where she is. But it looks, it looks like a terrible game. Have you seen it? No. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, it doesn't say in the. It doesn't actually mention it in the article. She's which is a bit auctioning weird. her seven, well, eight dollar game. Um, bidding starts at twelve thousand dollars. Next month, she will graduate from college uh, with her accounting degree. I keep burping. And the proceeds... You don't hear that on the news, do you? I keep burping. Sorry. Uh, the, the proceeds from the auction will go towards paying her loan off and putting down a payment on a new home. So good for her. There you go. But the game is called Goodwill Stadium Events. Goodwill uh, Stadium Events. It's an NES game, apparently. And it's very rare. And it's very, very, very rare. Well, so what's the why is this so valuable, but it's just... That Maybe it's just not many of them exist. You know. Now, either, now interesting, when you click on the link to her auction, either it's fake or it's been sold because it's not there anymore. Indeed. So it may well have been sold or it may not even exist. Shit like yeah. that. Like... Boy, it's a collector of NES games, isn't he? Because it'll be that Just one fucking... elusive complete your collection game. Jesus, because people are crazy, aren't they? Yeah. Talking of oh, crazy. Yeah. Um. There's some viral marketing going on from 2K Games about their new uh, XCOM game. Well, it's not called. It's called the Bureau, isn't it? But, but it's the same. it was the old XCOM game. Yeah. It was. Uh, it, you know, we knew it with the shiny blobs thing. They've come up with a really odd video that features the Russian meteorite and some blacked out kind of shadow talking heads. Um, a bit strange, but hey, that XCOM shooter game, Bu- the Bureau, is coming, believe it or not. But wouldn't you think on the back of XCOM doing so well, they'd have still had XCOM in the title in some weird, way, but shape yeah, but or may- form? Maybe the game kind of just took a different turn, and it ended up having nothing to do with XCOM. It just had the name on it, and maybe it's better off not having the name on it, because it doesn't really have anything to do with the, with the franchise. Yeah, no, I guess you're probably right. So it could harm, it could arm, sorry, harm the X- uh, XCOM brand rather than, you know. 
Which doesn't bode well, though, does it, in one way? Because you think, oh, if they're taking it off, maybe it isn't very good. Who knows? See what isn't harming the brand, though. Xbox Live is at 46 million users as Xbox Division C sales jump to 56%. Bow. Um, the entertainment and devices division saw profits of $342 million in Q3. Microsoft had just announced its third quarter fiscal results for the period ending in March 31st, 2013. It was an encouraging period for the Entertainment and Devices Division, which houses Xbox business total revenue climbed 56% year over year to $2.5 billion. While the division enjoyed an operating income of $342 million compared to its net loss last year during the same period of $228 million. Well, that's pretty good, isn't it? So that's a lot of numbers, which bodes well for Microsoft, but... Gamers and fickle gamers. Gamers are not loyal. Uh, no, fickle. They will jump from console to console to PC to console to PC in a snap of a finger. As soon as you get the deals and the games are cheap enough, uh, they'll jump over no problem. So. It is a, it is a huge install base, so it'll be interesting to see how Microsoft plans yeah, but to retain it. Yeah, but how many of those, you know, they say users, right? So like, is that gold? No. And the PlayStation did the same thing as well. It's like, how many users? Like, it's free to do a PlayStation account, so is it really worth measuring it by that? Active users? That would be a different one. Yes, that would be an interesting one. But, it, but regardless of the fact whether people are actually playing it or not, the, they are making a lot of money. They're making low, huge amounts of money, aren't they? I'll tell you what's gonna, also going to make a lot of money. Nintendo announces a brand new 3DS Zelda. Uh, this is a big deal because it's a fucking Zelda game. Get over it. Uh, the game will be sent to the A. It's sent in the A link to the past universe. One of the best Zelda games ever made, but with a new story and new dungeons. At the end of its Nintendo Direct presentation, um, in which the company put the spotlight on upcoming 3DS titles, Nintendo finally unveiled what many fans have been clamouring for a new entry in the Zelda series on the handheld. On the 3D handheld, the new Zelda game will be set in one of the um, fans' most beloved Zelda games, A Link to the Past, which wowed gamers with its gameplay and overhead world map on the Super NES back in 1992. The new game, um, slated for a holiday release, will offer up new dungeons, a new story, and it will take advantage of the 3DS functionality. One highlighted feature is that Link can shrink down to a paper-thin version of himself, a la Paper Mario, and then he can move in between walls in dungeons. The 3DS owners can now uh, download a 3D video of the game in the eShop. And the Wii U still sucks. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of interesting. You know, it's good that they're supporting this um, really well. So we just have to wait and well, see. Well, uh, I mean, this... the handheld Zelda's before were wicked. It'll sell by the bucket load, won't yeah. it? It's just going to sell, you know. I mean, the, but to be honest with you, the, the 3DS doesn't really need a whole lot of help at the moment because that's doing really well, isn't it? Is it is doing really well, yeah. You know, this is but more like unfortunate. The Wii U. <laughs> yeah, the Wii U need the Wii U needs a game like that. Oh yeah, that's what. That's uh, well, like, you know, Wind Waker HD's coming. You know, that might be. Some... Yeah, but it's not a new game, is it? It's a it's a sort of new version, I guess. But might be something. It's not new. It's not new though. Might be something. New. Hey, Duke. Yes. Remember Heavy Rain? Uh, yeah, this is kind of interesting. Remember, it sucks. Yes, it sucks. 
Well, it cost 16.7 million euros to make. And it wasn't worth every penny. And it made more than 100 million euros. Of course it did. So, <laughs> sorry, dude. Uh, Quantic yeah. Dreams... Hey, hey, they got my money. Uh, they did. They revealed to, to Digital, Digital Dragon's audience in Poland today that the PlayStation 3 exclusive Heavy Rain cost just 16.7 million to make um, uh, a lot of money, basically. With Do you know what, though? One. One. They did an absolute amazing job. The of marketing, marketing was very good. It was. The adverts it were everywhere. Something. The adverts, the adverts, like looked cool. You know what I mean? Like you look at the advert and you go, "Yeah, that looks like an interesting game." You know, as drama and it looked like a movie trailer. So anyway, the gist of this story is, yeah, it sold well. So yeah, so suck it, suck it, Duke. I suppose. <laughs> Hey, what can you do? Look, look, right. Look. Stop, no, don't say anything positive about Heavy Rain. I don't recognize that. its faults, but I still kind of like it. You know, even though I know it's got faults, it had some great moments within those faults. Yeah, like when it Sorry. said, game's over, you lose. Yeah, I did. There was some interesting Some things on you. Anyway, <laughs> we're never going to win that argument either way. Nope. So. What about this then? Well, what else, Chini? What else? What about this then? Well, I can see where you've got highlighted, you see. So I'm like, but I can't yeah. click on the link. You can't. Oh no, did I miss a link? Oh dear, oh, I must have missed putting. You oh, fucked it up. <laughs> I did. I missed hey, a link. This is my new segment, but you don't see. <laughs> no, you Tre- I Trevor McDonald doesn't write his news. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Bethesda has announced a, a new game called The Evil Within. Uh, the new game uh, for the new name for Resident Evil creator. Uh, the game will launch on Xbox 360, PS3, and PC, and next generation consoles in 2004. Of course, it will. And 14. So. It's coming next year. It's one of the first games that have been announced for 2014. Um, I think it's kind of interesting that they're obviously still... You know, I got asked a question at work today. One of the guys where we said, uh, um, I've heard the new con- the new Call of Duty games just coming to the next-gen consoles. Is that right? I'm like, no. <laughs> it's like, as if that's going to happen. They like money, you see. 60 million install base. There's, or... there's no way 60 million <laughs> consoles are going to sell week one, are they? So... Yeah. Or shall we just have the you know five million of the new consoles? I, I still you know I, I think this year they'll release a Call of Duty. Next be year they'll probably release a Call of Duty just to keep you know why not? And then yeah, maybe the year after they'll release one just just for the late adopters. Yeah. And yeah. then after no, that you'll be struggling. So this year and I'm next year you. there's still going to be games coming out for the 360 and PS3. Yeah. No, anyway, agree. The Evil Within, we don't know a lot about it. It's going to be Japanese. Yep. It's going to be weird. It's going to have a horror element to it because the logo is a brain with barbed wire around it uh, and an upside-down house or some shit. So it's going to have it's going to have Resident Evil fans excited. It's going to have Japanese people, Japanese fans, Japanese pe- people who are fans of Japanese games excited and people that don't know any better because they think Resident Evil is still good excited. Um, but to be honest... If you want to know Chini's opinion, I'm not really that. I'm, my hopes are not high. 
I'm finding it kind of interesting in so much as it does look like they're going back to a more horror route, you know, something sort of rather than all the action-y stuff like they did with Resident Evil. The less Evil. we know, the better it looks, is what else. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think you're you probably... You know, if they showed us something, well, oh, God. But, you know, Bethesda, they're just publishing it, so don't get confused with them. No, no, they're not making it. They're, they're not they're making it, publishing. people. Calm down. All that, they're, they're busy making Fallout 4. Let's, let's face that. Yeah. Anything else, Stu, that you want me to... Uh, the only other thing I wanted just to mention, this one's kind of an interesting one. There's one that... Um, Valve have refunded a well, customer. Duke will one. love this. Yeah, Duke will love this one. So basically, Valve have refunded uh, a customer for their Bioshock Infinite after they made a religious complaint about the game. What? <laughs> See, oh, you've got to be kidding me. PC game vendor Valve is alleged to have offered one customer a full refund for Bioshock Infinite due to a complaint made about the game's religious themes. Breen Malmberg, who describes himself as a devout Christian, objected to an early scene in the game where the player must acquiesce to a baptism in order to proceed. In a letter published on Kotaku, uh, Mainberg wrote, The player is forced to make a choice which amounts to extreme blasphemy in my religion in order to proceed any further, and am therefore forced in good conscience to quit playing and not able to experience it approximately 99% of the content in the game. Okay, first of all, it's not 99%. You've seen more than 1% of the game at that point. If when you went up in the lighthouse for the first time and it was like, uh, baptism, and you went, uh, that would be 99%. But this is 6% at least. Get your math right, dingus. But let me put this to you, right? So he was upset about the supposed forced baptism Stop to get into. right there. Stop. <laughs> no, we're not doing it. But, right? No. It was fine with the potential shooting, maiming, oh, yeah. and violently That's killing. Not a by his religion. At, no, at what point does Christianity ever say, Thou shalt not kill? Exactly. Do you know what I mean? I was just like, What, what? is this? Hold on. This? Yeah, but at that point, though, have you shot anyone? Game. Uh, no, but you've seen that dead body sat on the chair with a bag on his head. Well, I mean, to be fair, right, we, there is no killing at this point, but, no, but right, okay. he should have known. Got, if he's a video gamer and he's gone out to buy this game, what did he expect it to be? Yeah. What was he expecting? Well, you're not, you're, well, you're not really used to seeing baptisms, are you, in... in yeah. Well, no, you're not, but you're used to shooting stuff that probably does not comply with his religious beliefs. Yeah, really, that just goes to show that a lot of people are very selective about... What part of their religion they're going to focus people, on? People almost enjoy being offended. I think. Yeah. You know, they kind of yeah. like get this. I, I feel like, you know, people, you know, they get offended just because they can kick off and like, oh, I'm so smart because I'm I'm getting offended by this now. Well, or I'm so good, I'm so holy. Hey, what did Jesus say? Be not like these corner preachers who want to be seen. Go into a closet and pray. That's what Jesus said. I'm still, I'm still Jesus not quite sure. Said, I'm going upstairs. I'm tired. And he also I'm said, sure let's get this party started. <laughs> Come on. Oh, my get down. Said that, right? He also said. That's too far. Too far you've gone I'm now. sure Jesus at some point said, I'm going upstairs. I'm tired. Right? Upstairs where? Just like upstairs. Like just, I'm just Boy, going upstairs. 
uh, I'm going to have a kip. He probably said that at some point. I'm pretty tired, yeah, I'm everyone. I'm, I'm going to bed. All these people following me around. <laughs> My son is not the messiah. He's a very naughty boy. <laughs> yeah, the Duchess says he at one point said, I'll be back. <laughs> Jesus, as we know, was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Speaking of which, we watched the new Total Recall last week. Garbage! Oh, and he did come back, though. That's true. Yes, thank you, Duchess. I missed that joke. Yeah, that's what I thought. New Total Recall? Piece of shit. Piece of shit. Oh, my God. You watched Looper. But they did put the three breasts in. That was funny. And they had that woman who was, like, two weeks, which was awesome. You watched Looper? Beautiful kick. Oh, yeah, no, we're not seeing Looper yet. We're still dragging ourselves through Lost. Don't get me started on that. (laughs) No, we're not. (laughs) I like Lost, but yeah, that was hard work. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that that point and click is a bit like uh, Total Recall as well, but the original one, not the crap one. Yeah. You know, Gemini Rouge. Manufactured memories, etc. Open your mind. (laughs) So can I have a bagel? (laughs) It means smoking (laughs) juke. No, but doing Quato hurts my throat. Right, I think it's time to move on to uh, potentially some emails because we've got a bloody lot of emails. Whoa, that ruled. Excellent. What I did there, I was making sounds like he was doing the thing. I saw, I saw, it was very cool. Or heard, should I say, rather than saw. Yep. Uh, but here we go. First one, right? Entitled EA Bullshit. Oh, snap. Yeah. Yeah, this is from Alice de Cook. Alice de Cook. Uh, but I, I assume it's still pronounced Alistair, even though it's uh, spelt with a D. Am I right? I don't, oh, know. I don't think so. Alice, Alice de Cook could give a fuck. Alice Dukuk. Alice Dukuk. Anyway, uh, he says, Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, hi, guys. I've been listening for a while now, but I've never felt the urge to join the website or email. However, no way. today I read an interview with EA Labels president uh, Frank Gibble, linked here, which is, we, we sort of did mention this a couple of weeks back, I think. Uh, in it, he makes two outrageous... Are you, are you complaining about Ginny's news? Like, are you saying no. that it's not good enough? No, no, no. I've, I think we've covered this. Okay, okay. This, well, we? okay. Are you listening? Okay. Okay. In it, he makes two outrageous claims. First, he states that I was involved in all of the meetings. DRM was never ever brought up once. DRM. We mentioned this. I remember us talking about this. Uh, talking about SimCity. This is clearly bullshit. Bullshit. As even if it isn't DRM, then at some point in a meeting, they would have mentioned DRM, even if to say they weren't including it. Which is true, isn't it? You know, we said that. They were, they were definitely to say that they DRM. never brought it up is a bit of a... They never brought it up is D- bullshit. DRM? If you had said, if you had said that you didn't do it because of DRM, we might have taken you there, but to say you never came up is just silly. Um, yeah, it is. Like it's, it's almost, uh, they might as well just went, DRM? What is that? I don't know what it is. That's the new Department of Record Machines where you play records. Exactly. Uh, The second piece of bollocks is what he uses to back up his idea that there is no DRM. Apparently, you don't include DRM in an MMO. 
This might well be the case, but since when did SimCity become an MMO? It isn't. Anyway, rant over. Keep up the good work. So, yes, thank you very much for that. And we t- thank you very much. agree 100% with everything you've just well, said. Well, thanks for writing in. He, he says that he doesn't like to take part because he hates you, but, you know, there's no reason to do it. Just write in. No, no, no. He said he hates you. Oh. Oh, it's close. It's close. Uh, next one, anyway, from Raw Finch. Richard. Uh, rather late. But he says, my favourite LucasArts games. Yay. (laughs) uh, Sorry this is a little late, as I've been catching up on the podcast. So my favourite LucasArts game is Star Wars Rough Squadron on the N64. I don't know that one. Do you know that one? Um, Rings a bell. Can't think of it. God, God, I love my N64. I think I'm going to put it out of the loft this weekend and pretend I'm 13 again and get some 90s gaming on. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, have a hope look you guys. What that one is? Yeah, I hope you guys are all good. We're all I'm good, saying, Rich. Yeah. We're all good. No, oh I'm wait, saying, he yeah. said that thing, didn't he? he did he? Did sexy and I know it. Much love, Raffinch. So there you go. Much love is right. Yeah. We much love to hear from you. Yep. Next one up, Dark Siders music from Andrew Gold, otherwise known as Gangu Crimes. Whoops. And he says this. I just left that uh, today in school. Did you? Not as music, but Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Have you heard his new song? It's a bit rubbish, isn't it? No, I have not. Have you not? I've heard it. It's going to be a wonder, isn't he? Clearly. Yeah, it's it's not. He's not got the same catchiness if you ask me. Although it is the hard to come back up to that. I mean, it's the biggest song hit in the world last year. How are you going to top that? Yeah, it was. But apparently, regardless of the fact that the song's a bit crap and it's not as catchy and he hasn't got a good hook. You know, which Gundam Style did. Wow. You know, not that I like Gundam Style much, if I'm being really honest. I did. I thought it was a good song. You didn't really think it was yes, a good I did. song. I actually think that's a good song. I'm sorry. No. I know it's good. You, of course but... it's good. It's got a weird sort of... Not the new one. I'm talking about Gundam Style. I haven't heard the new one. No, no, no. no. Gundam Style's got a weird cheesy dance with it, though, hasn't it? It's, it's got a weird cheesy a... dance, but that doesn't have anything to do with the song. The song is well done. The song is entertaining and fun. Yeah, but it's just like a modern-day version of, of Agadu, isn't it? Or oh, really? You sound like me when I first heard uh, Underworld. Uh, uh, it's the same thing Orbital's been doing for five years, but let's party. Oh, please. Go Come back on, and listen to the strokes, up. you fucking hipster. Yeah, really. Uh, have you listened to Thingy, by the way? Two Burrs. Have you heard of them? No. They're quite cool. That's a collaboration with uh, one of the guys from Hot Chip. I don't know. You don't like Gangnam Style, so I don't know if I trust your musical taste anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Gundam Style. Uh, but yes, uh, yeah, it's, apparently it's still the most hits in 24 hours for a YouTube video ever. As it should be. No, the new one, not the old one. The new oh, one. I don't know anything about the new one. Yeah, the new one, because everyone thought it was going to be brilliant. And it was banned in, was it Thailand? I mean, it's been banned in all Korea. Yeah. Hey. Because he... Because in the video, he kicks a traffic cone, and that would be classed as defacing public property. <laughs> really? That's pretty- so it's, I think it's either South Korea or North Korea or somewhere like that. The video has been Probably banned. Probably North. Because, yeah, because he kicked a traffic cone in the video. <laughs> cool is that. You know, you don't want to anyway, what we the British a- people do with traffic cones. Fuck. I know. What tends to happen with traffic cones in the UK is that someone gets pissed in town and then puts one on their head. Yeah. <laughs> or or they get two and put them on the and pretend they got cone boobs like Madonna. They do. Or 
You see how high a building you can chuck it up to and land it on its base. Yeah. Or you put them on the road and then block cars. Yeah. Or did you ever do that thing talking about silly things? Like, did you ever do that thing where you stood either side of the road and then pretend to pull a rope when a car's coming? No, I never did that because I've got a life. <laughs> no, when you were kids, when you were a teenager. I had a life back then as well. Yeah. It was kind of funny, though, because you used to obviously think you were pulling a rope up and you didn't really yeah, have any. There was a YouTube video of some kids doing it. Oh, it's the way it works. It used to work. We saw and some the people get out and bat you. Yeah, no, you run away, man. We used to be like, fire, you fire, you fire, Oh, the fun we had. Fire, Anyway, I only read the title of Andrew Gold's email so far. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Hey, have you heard that Gangnam Style song? It's good. That's a good song. In fact, I used it in a haiku today. We were doing a haiku in my creative writing classes, so I wrote a haiku about popular songs. You ready? Call me maybe, yo, because you got to have five syllables in the first. Five, seven, five. Everyone knows haiku, right? Uh, students know these songs, don't they? Open Gangnam Style. It's perfect five syllables in the end there. Ching. Yeah, have you any idea what he was talking about then? Haiku. No yeah, I do. He's making a haiku about popular songs. What the hell's a haiku? Haiku from five, five syllables. Style from Japan. Yeah, three lines, five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. You're in luck, Stu, because I wrote some about our show. <clears throat> oh God. Stu likes artsy games. You see that? Five syllables. Stu likes artsy yeah. games. Uh, Chinny is a diva, yo. Yeah, if you ever short a <laughs> syllable, you can just add in a yo or an oh. Uh, Duke a is bitch. such a crank. Yeah, bitch at work too, but it's at school, so I wasn't trying not to curse. Okay. Uh, so here's another one. Talk about bollocks. Story time <laughs> and game breaker. Sound effects galore. I defy anyone listening to not have just gone take on me there you go yeah and Road here's the last go. one vladas is now gone but uh, we have a new feature yay play yay. my game bitch the other best thing about that feature is the intro <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant i'm sitting right here Stu. i know yeah no 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 yeah, no because wow. we're all going to be doing oh, that's it because you're in the intro dude what's that pain whoever what's that pain in my chest Oh, it's you. Stab him in the heart. <laughs> but you are the intro. Ah. That's what he meant when he said the best. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Whew. That was it. That was a quick escape. Good <laughs> job, dude. Shit. Anyway. Anyway, email. It's time. Dark side, everybody. Oh. <laughs> what's Dark side. Who sang this email? <laughs> Up and Gango style. Uh, who sent uh, it? Andrew Gold. Gold. Oh, Gangster. have you heard um, that the, the new song boy? The guy that... <laughs> Best ever. Anyway, he says this. We'll never read this. We... Hello. Just keep interrupt. Josh. Hello. Seven there. Hello. Just want. Just wanted to say the reason why some of the Dark Siders two music is so good is because a chap called Giles Lamb wrote some scores for the game. Oh. His music was used for the famous Dead Island trailer there with the zombie go. girl falling out of the window. It's like that. Yeah. In <laughs> fact, that sounds in fact, Giles is a Facebook friend of mine. 
I imagine my relationship with Giles is very much like Duke's relationship with what Tom Bissell. What do you mean Bissell. you stand outside his house in the pouring rain going, Tom, Tom, let Tom, me in. I love you, Tom. Tom. That's not fair, guys. It's very rarely raining when I'm standing outside <laughs> Tom Bissell's house. Yeah, he had actually once. He, once he turned up with a large ghetto blaster <laughs> and a notice drawn on a piece of cardboard, held it over my head like in and held it up his head. He did. Fidelity. There you go. Tom, is I, it fidelity? I, no, it wasn't fidelity. I rewrote every page of your book in my blood. <laughs> <laughs> I, I posted on cringe pics. I am obsessed with cringe pics. Oh no! You cringe gotta help, me, man. I can't. You stop. did it. You did it to me. You. <laughs> anyway, we so, do need to move on, right? Because we have got twelve emails. Okay. So Gangu, yeah, from- you should have heard him before the show. Chini. He's like, Jesus Christ, the guy's emails. I, I, like, I said, hell. I didn't. I said, how cool is it that people have sent us all Are these you emails? Person up a star, Jesus I would say no. Do we have for you to be yelling and taking the Lord's name in vain? I want you twelve. I did. I did. of it. He was like. These fucking pricks sending emails. <laughs> I hate them all. And guess what? Me and Ginny have to fucking touch them when we got a Euro gamer. I did it. That's what you get for touching people. Yeah, what do you mean? Ginny likes being touched up by people at Euro gamer. He loves that stuff. Yes, it's his favorite yes, I bit. I like being touched by strangers. All right. Uh, this is the first of two emails from Jason Nagar. This and he says this botanicular yeah I heard and he that. says my girl and I just opened our Christmas tree bomb and participated in a concert thanks for the recommendation it's very cool because so the doctor would tell you that you have botanicular yeah you've got botanicular sorry uh, Mr. Chin but you've got botanicular um, the treatment is very very painful it involves your penis yeah that kind of right uh we have got another email from andrew gold otherwise known as gangu crime oh you know um, uh, <laughs> i heard he has a new song out <laughs> it's not working out <laughs> uh, Stu, you know this whole podcast thing we've been doing for um fuck how long we do it five years yeah five years um it's not working out is it all? no why? I'm just bored. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not surprised. It took me five years to realise it's not really working out. It's been five years, though. Like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Five Sorry, years. mate. Nothing personal. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this one from him was a Bioshock Infinite spoiler email, so can't read that. Sorry, mate. But thanks for sending it. It's cool. He has his own ideas on Bioshock Infinite and was sort of just saying. Booker is a woman. Yeah, it is true. Is now the next one. Oh wait no it would explain nothing is what i mean uh this this is a special email this next one i need Ooh, to make i like this. special emails it's a very special email uh because i made email. because i made a bit of a boob last week it's fair to say <laughs> because somebody asked me to do them a shout out off the facebooks and i forgot to do you, it you want to do a shout out on the facebook to be fair, I remembered this and I actually posted to him on Facebook and said, I'm really, really sorry I forgot to do a shout out for you. So I think he sent, then sent an email just to make sure. <laughs> just to make sure. And don't you know if a person says they're sorry, you, don't, you can't allow to be mad at them anymore. 
That's right. So I do apologize. Uh, and it's called A Very Special Date. He uh, mm. says, hello, guys. It's from Chris Hu, uh, who's in Hong Kong, I believe. So he's one of our far-flung listeners all the way in Hong Kong. So Chris Ho, special shout-out from me to begin with. So there you go. Quick shout-out straight away. Uh, anyway, he says this. Hello, guys. Hello. Uh, me again. Me again, all the way from Hong Kong. Unfortunately for me, I have no serious gamer friends here. Oh, no. And I really have to shout about this to someone. That someone is you lot. Duke will most likely love this one. Uh Uh-oh. 27th of July, a very special date. Why? Final, Final Fantasy Symphonic Concert. Front row in the middle. Nice. See, the problem with that would be I only know Final Fantasy VII, so there's going to be like 10 songs I don't know, and then they'll do one of the fight theme songs, and I'll be like, yeah! There you go. But have you been, that has toured, doesn't it, in America? Probably. Yeah. Oh, I don't... The, the sort of, yeah, the, the Nintendo concert yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Actually, that's not Final Nintendo, Fantasy though. Seven is it? not Nintendo. Come on. No. No, but Nintendo have done that, haven't they? This must be something. Oh, you no, never know. It might no, you can, there was a Final Fantasy tour, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's been one. But anyway, you'll have to look out for that, Duke. Yeah. Sure uh, anyway, says, sorry, I had to tell someone. And Duke, uh, would you kindly remember my shout-out this week? Uh, so sorry. He thought it was you on the Facebook. Now, I could have let him carry on believing that, and then I was in the clear. But you have too much integrity for that. No, I did fess up and said, no, it was actually me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he says, so much love all the way from Hong Kong. So there you go. Thank you. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you. So, yeah. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. So Duke, Duke, do him a special shout out anyway. Off you go. Uh, thank you. Shout out. There you go. Yeah. Uh, next email is from Sean Anderson. And he says this. Always on is dumb. Straight to bite. Yeah, man. He says, quick thought about the always on internet feature. What about inner city kids? I lived in Detroit for a few years and I met some very poor kids whose families couldn't afford internet, but who saved up and bought an Xbox. What does Microsoft think about these? They don't care about these kids. I'm not, you know, you know, just saying, he says, just saying. But look, they will care when they stop borrowing the console. Yeah, but it's a small to them, right? They look at numbers and figures and percentages, and if that's only a very tiny percentage that it would affect, they they do the what? What's the what's the what's the formula, Duke? Tell me the formula. Oh, A plus B plus C equals X. If X is less than the cost of a recall, we don't do one. Exactly, and it's the same application. They look at it and they go, if we didn't do the online all the time thing, how many? What percentage of our customer base would that affect? Two percent. Then we don't bother doing it. But what benefit do they get from doing it? That's the question I want to answer to. Because they can then force the getting you to look at advertisements every two seconds. And God anyway, knows. They're not going to get much more ad revenue for that. No, that's true. Well, you know. But in some ways, though, you know, it might be a good thing. There might be some good applications of it rather than all negative ones. There might be something they do that's cool, but I've no idea about what that might be. Yeah, anyway, moving on. Uh, I, I do I do agree with you, but I don't think Microsoft really care very much. No. So, uh, you know, just saying. Just saying. I don't think they're Hashtag bothered. just saying. Hashtag just saying. The dumbest hashtag in the world. 
Yeah, oh, hashtag exactly. deal with it, mate. Hashtag just shit. Uh, okay, next one. Uh, this is kind of an interesting one. This will give us a little bit to talk about, I think. Um, this is from Morag, uh, otherwise known as David Tripney. Uh, he follows us on the Twitter. I've seen him on there a few times and on the Facebook. He says this, am I losing my love for gaming? Yeah, maybe. He says, hi, guys. Have you ever gone through stages where you are completely underwhelmed by the games which are being released is his first question. So over to you first, Chinny. Have you ever gone through a stage where you're underwhelmed by games being released? Yes. So when was this and why was it? Can you remember? Mm Hmm. Between about after Halo one and kind of like the Xbox three sixty, I didn't really pay attention to games apart from Halo two. I kind of just right. gave up on them really. Uh, not gave up on them, but just wasn't interested. Just 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 was not interested. And I've had phases through like you know the last five years where i have a month or so where i just i'm not that bothered about them and then you know i like talking about them and i like hearing about them but i don't really like playing them or i just don't i can't be bothered i just rather like know what's going on sometimes so i do have phases i dip in in and out but i think that's just kind of the case with everything you know I, i love games i always will I just have now and again. I just have think moments where I just like I don't really feel like playing a game. I just want to watch films for a week. You know what I mean? I just want to spend this week watching films or something. So yeah, I've I've got to agree. I mean, as you know, earlier this year I said that similar yeah. thing, didn't I? I was like, oh, I don't know. There's nothing that's really interesting me. I'm a bit like, oh, I don't know what to do really. But I think I I sort of try and sort of get a bit of variety. So I'm always trying to sort of you know find something different that piques me interest so i'm not sort of playing the same type of game all the time and i think that helps and i think it helps having like the ipad because i you know i'm playing stuff on there that i wouldn't probably get on other platforms or coming across interesting new things that you don't always see elsewhere (laughs) and i know i get a lot of stick for playing arty farty games and all that kind of stuff but then to a certain extent that helps keep it interesting for me because I god I think I'd just go mental if I just played something like Call of Duty twenty four seven. Some people do though, and that's it that, that does it yeah, for them, yeah. you know? It's just everyone's different, isn't it? But I think that would definitely lose my love for gaming if that's all I had to play. I'd be just like, No I'd have to commit Harry Carry. Anyway. So yeah, so anyway, what about you, Duke? Yeah, I've had moments where for whatever reason, kinda like what Chinny said, like this it feels like you know whatever is out there is not exciting or it's hard to feel like i'm in the mood or i don't know it's feeling spinning my wheels but eventually it passes and then i come back and i'm just like why was i fighting did uh, you just sneeze then yeah strangely enough i think i'm kind of hitting the wall with skyrim a little bit but no <laughs> no right yeah, but you can't say right no sorry no, 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 no. Back. you can't say i'm hitting the wall with a game that you've played about 400 hours of because like 600 
Oh, six, even 600 hours, because it's just like you've hit the wall and gone through the wall on several occasions, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying I hit the wall every once in a while, and so... You know, it's not like I've been playing it for 20 hours and hit a wall like, you know, Final Fantasy 13. No, but you know what? That's just like you hit a wall and then you, you're you done. But with yeah, I'm the done. fan, you hit the wall and then you keep going. Oh, 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 don't don't mistake me for a true fan of a Final Fantasy game, mate. It's never happening. I'm just saying. Never <laughs> so yeah, so look, we can all just saying <laughs> we can we can all relate to you because I think every gamer at some point has gone yeah. through that, and it'll take that sort of game which is cool and interesting to get you back into it. Maybe who knows? You know, you you yeah, it's like heroin; you never get totally sick of it. You just no, break yeah. once in a while. So he says, I used to buy almost every AAA game which was released, play it to death, and then trade it in for the next big game. Recently, I've played Bioshock Infinite. Dishonored, Gears of War Judgment, Max Payne, Halo 4, and Uncharted 3, amongst others. All of these games I have started, got around two to three hours into them, and then I have no desire to play on. Wow, that is quite bad, though, isn't it? Because, you know, infinite, even though... And, and I kind of you know, I kind of agree with what he's sort of saying, because he says, I just feel the current Crawford being released are just the same game, dressed differently. And there isn't element of that and we can all agree that can't we that you know and this is a problem with games because games are games are games rather a third person shooter a first yeah, person yeah there, there are an adventure game when you break it down when you break it down how many games have just like totally you got into for different reasons like there aren't that many are there no you get the occasional one that breaks the mould in you some just, respect you, you, like the ones that you're talking about Stu, where you just play them and you, they can't they can't go on for too long you know what i mean like they they just you just want them to go on forever and ever and you love them yeah uh but you know if you if you really broke it down there won't be many of them yeah like portal portal two yeah. or two of those they're, 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 i mean they're just a tree aren't they those types of games yeah and the other one i guess is uh and another valve game in, you know but left for dead even though it's a first person shooter it did something that no other game had done in so much as the you know, we'd had co-op games before, but not in that way, you know, where you really had to help each other out and work together as a team to get through it. You know, so it's cool, but, God you know... I, me. Exactly, I don't disagree. Uh, Dishonored is just Bioshock Infinite. Even Bioshock Infinite is boring to me. Well, unfortunately... I'm not sure what I'm not getting from these games, but something is just not there for me anymore. What is your opinion on the so-called AAA titles? Do you find them very similar? Well, you know, I think we've sort of all agreed, haven't we, that, you know, they are in some respects similar. Yeah, in some respects. They are. But the other thing you've got, I think what you need to do is maybe take a break for a few weeks, you know, and then come back to it and see how you feel then. That's what I suggest. What do you think, Duke? That's a good thing to do. All things in moderation, including moderation. Yeah, take a break and play something different. Try and play something that's not your normal thing. Halo Wars. Halo Wars, there you go. Ah, I see what you did there. Play Halo Wars. Play something that you're not used to. You know, play something that's got, you know, so even if you've got an iPad, something like The Last Express, because it's unlike anything you'll play. It is totally different to it. And it's not, it's barely a game, but it's cool. So it's just play something you've never played before. You know, pick something that maybe you've never or tried. Or Halo Wars. Or <laughs> Halo, Wars. Halo Wars. If you're sick of games, just play Halo Wars. Yeah, just play Halo Wars. 
Anyway, he says, uh, thanks for listening to my moan. Great show, guys. Keep up the good work. Thanks, David Tripney. Well, hopefully that has helped a little bit. But, yeah, take a break. Play something different. Take there a break. Go. Take some crack. Crack soul. Smoking a little crack never hurt anyone. Oh, wait. It hurt lots and lots of people. Okay. Here we go. Whew. Now, you see, we did something last week that obviously Jason is not going to be happy about, as you probably know. What's that? Well, you know how, how much he loves one of our particular features, or loved, oh, you know, yeah. a personality. On oh, one I was going to play the theme song, but it's gone. I don't even have it in here anymore. Oh. So he says this. He says, we can't go on in this world being narrow-minded. There's a choice we're making. We're saving our own lives. It's true. We'll make a better day, just you and me. So he said, edit, sorry, I know it's too long, edit, peace out, Vlados, but no worries, they'll soon welcome. Alright, that's all I'm playing of it? Yeah, don't play anymore. No. Uh, yeah, peace out, Vlados, no worries, they'll soon welcome you back to those crap indies with open arms. Oh, no. Well, if you ever forgive them. Their premise seems interesting, but it will never work to prove my point. It's time to play my game, bitch. Suck on this golden egg straight out of the goosey's fanny. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> okay. You have to have an open mind here. Please consider my golden submission. You know what's coming in. Chidi's already played it, incidentally. The user review average on Metacritic is 83. You think Bioshock Infinite is an incredible story? You feel that Red Dead Redemption is a great tale? You know that Portal 2 is one of the most intelligent stories ever to be told? So do I. My submission tells an excellent story filled with mystery. It is hilarious and an entertaining triumph. I implore you, reach into the negative part of your mind and baptise it. Accept my challenge and conquer your lack of quality video gaming experiences. Okay, maybe not quality. Yes, the gameplay is not ideal, but a pure comedy genius, the exhilaration and brilliant branching narrative is unmatched in the video game industry to date. (laughs) Swear he is going places. I can't wait to play his next masterpiece. But for now, just play my game, bitches. I'd like to announce the very first play my game, bitch, and it is Deadly Premonition. (laughs) I know, Ginny. You won't go there. I can relate. I just watched the first five minutes of a film called The Master. Philip Seymour, Joaquin Phoenix. I was intrigued by the time travel past lives aspect and its nominations for Oscars and BAFTAs. But within the first five minutes, I knew the film was disturbing shit that I just didn't want to be a part of. But Deadly Premonition isn't about a guy that drinks gasoline as a demented sex with a sandcastle. Sorry for the spoiler for the first five minutes of the masturbator. Hope I didn't ruin it all for you. So, you have no excuse, Duke. Look, people are complaining about Bioshock Infinite, one of the best video games ever created. Wake up! That game is a pure blessing. A blessing that we should all be celebrating. How great is it that we can get to be a part of it? Encourage good stories. Encourage art. Encourage bold and daring success. I feel the same way about Deadly Premonition. Constructive criticism aside, it's a hell of a trippy story. 
You know, I can't agree with him more. You know, I love that game. Uh, I leave you. I leave you with one more thought. What is a big deal if you guys mention a good movie, a TV show, musician, book, comedian, food, podcast, or personal story? Yes, you are first and foremost a video game podcast, but I assure you, the listeners value your stories and your personalities. They are enjoyable. The three-man chemistry, gross as that sounds, makes a great podcast. An excellent one. But yeah, you're right. Some narrow-minded people might just want to hear about Skyrim or NCIS. No offence, but you guys have a lot more to offer. Bye, guys. But suck on those golden eggs for a while. Suck them long and hard. You just might play your latest I'm in love with you game or truly realise you have something special in your hands with this show. Anyway... Find me later, wink, wink. You do all right. So there you go. So that's actually quite a nice email. Thank right? you, Josh. And I, I agree that we do have things to offer. For instance, I have this to offer. Two plus two equals vagina. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is one hell of a pearl of wisdom. Right there. Oh, my God in heaven. Uh, so, yes, thank you, Jason. And uh, Duke, yeah, I guess you've got to play the uh, you know Deadly Premonition at some point. Just say not playing Deadly Premonition. <laughs> so bad. Oh my god. At least, Shut up. At least Heavy you? Rain oh. looked good. You know what I mean? You could at least say that, Duke, where you look at Heavy Rain, you go, Well that looks good. Look, I'm not even getting into this with you. I'm not even getting into Sorry, it. Sorry, I wasn't listening because I was too busy listening to this cool. other song. That's right. I just have sex with them. Show me your genitals. Your genitals. What? Show me your genitals. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. <laughs> That's just Hi, as catchy as the other. See. Oh my god. Uh, hey. Anyway, here we go. This one's kind of an interesting one. Uh, this is from Fumu uh, from the Transatlantic Rants, and he says this question. Hi, Stu. Question for you guys for the show. Yeah. I recently, I recently recommended my friend pick up the unfinished Swan. He had just finished Dead Island. And it got me to thinking how absolutely removed those two games seem to be from each other, yet both have their place in our libraries. What are the polar opposite gaming choices in your libraries? So, Chini, two games that you love equally but are completely removed from each other. Um, Wow. I think I need to think. Um, But yeah, that's a hard question to answer. I thought I the answer because I'm looking at my Steam grid right now, and Fallout 3 is right above Scribblenauts Unlimited. That's pretty much it. I dare say if you were to put Super Mutant Head Explosion into Scribblenauts, you'd have a pretty messed up situation. Okay, I've got two yeah. that I equally love that are completely removed from each other. As you know, and not everyone loves this game, but I do. You didn't think you were just going to get the two games named, did you, listeners? No, no, but you're getting that. Soft spot. Uh, First one is Bayonetta. Ah. Right, which I absolutely love. And it's a crazy slash-em, hack-em, beat-em-up crazy game. Totally stupid story. Makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Yes. But for whatever reason, I absolutely love it. Right? And The Walking Dead, which I equally love. But couldn't be any more different. It's true. From pretty that different game. games. What was your first one against you? Uh, Bayonetta. Mm. Bayonetta. I love those both. Oh, I'll give. I'll give you. I got one. I like. I, I loved Shadow of the Colossus. 
Colossus, for example. Yep. Well, that game. It was good. You know, very tasteful. Very... It was epic, and it was, you know, um, beautiful, and it was... Um, Poignant. Adventurous. Um, yeah. Emotional. A joke coming. And then, the other one was God of War. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a good all one. of those things. You, yeah. you, the, the God of War is one of the only games where I something happened in God of War three, where you rip a man's head off, like, and yes. the, the man's head is in like full view. You know what I mean? But you don't really expect to see it, and like Kratos is just—he's got this bloke's head, and he just. The, the head is right in front of the camera and he just goes bang and he, he really went into detail about how it got ripped off and it was the only Isn't time that... in the video when that I went whoa, whoa. that but is does it, doesn't he use that as a torch yeah he because torch. He, he opens his mouth and he can it gives out light yeah, yeah I remember that but like, I wasn't too fussed about that you know whatever you carry a dead head around fine fine but like fine. just the way it ripped it, like it, te- it tore off you know what I mean like it just tore off and it was just gory, and it was the first time in a in a video game that I just went, "Oh my god, that was nasty!" You know, like of all the games that I've played, you know, Gears of War, Dead Space, Mortal Kombat, I don't even flinch. You know what I mean? Like Scorpion burns a man to death, Sub Zero like rips this person's spine out. You know, Gears of War, you chain somebody in half, but that was the first time in God of War three where I just went, "Fuck it out," you know. So just, yeah, because he, he he actually I remember right he sticks his fingers in his neck yeah, he doesn't just, he and slowly oh, turns God, it off. It was so gruesome. <laughs> no knife, no implements you know, used. No, bare hands. I think I played those two games pretty close together as well, and I just <laughs> yeah. they're totally opposite, you know. But like also, you know, they're about slaying gigantic behemoths, you know. But yeah, one is very elegant. And one is just brutal. And I love them both. They're so great. One is very elegant, and the other one is uh, Shadow of the Colossus. I am. Absolutely. Incidentally, I like the unfinished one anyway. So I like that. I like that. So that's a cool little game. It's a cool little game. So, uh, I was just thinking as well, like, say, a game like Bioshock Infinite, for example, where, you know, the, the story's, like, so. Duke, uh, just a minute. Can I just stop you there for a second? Is that you, Duke, on your keyboard? Yeah, I'm playing Super Meat Boy. Well, stop playing Super Meat Boy. That's too loud. I'll try to play it more quietly. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> That's the real problem. I've I'm been, glad to see. You. I've been quiet though. You don't know how quiet I've been because I've been suppressing my curses. But uh, well, we could actually hear you because you're clicking. All right, I'll try not to click. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jenny. Uh, what was the other thing you was just going to say? You know, like Bioshock Infinite, for example, is a game where the story is so such a big part of the game. You know what I mean? It's it's driven by story. But then at the same time, I'll, I'll play like a Gears of War, where the story is just ridiculous, and the characters in there are ridiculous. Or Call of Duty, where the the story is just a Michael Bay ripoff. You know what I mean? Just explosions. And there was. I've been watching a load of like Roger Ebert kind of interviews since he died, and right. you know he was talking about how like you know he was talking about trashy films, you know you know films that are just crap. Um, 
but sometimes you you like them, you know. There's no reason for it really, other sure. than well, it's going to be said for popcorn movies and games. And 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 he, he said like, I think it was like you know, if people don't sometimes people don't want caviar. Some people just want a burger. Sure. No, he's right. That, and that, that's just, just right. you know that's it. You, like you'll you'll sit and watch. I, like I brought up that I just watched Men in Black Three. I wasn't expecting, you know. Yeah the matrix or anything i just wanted to watch a, a film with will smith and he and, and he just jumps around and shooting aliens and stuff so, so that's like my that's like my bayonetta binary domain you know those are games that are lie but i don't go oh it's the best story ever and it isn't it, but it's just fun you know and that's what it is like with with bioshock infinite you know bioshock does have a kind of more mass appeal i think but yep. if you trying to pitch that to somebody who plays Call of Duty non-stop. You know, all they want is a burger. They don't want, you know, a five... I agree. And that's... I mean, that's similar to uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance that I played recently. You know, it's just a crazy slash em up game. Well, that's just, just a turd, craziness. isn't it? That's not even a burger. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. But no, it's, it, you, you, I think you're being harsh. It is I'm quite a I'm joking. Game. But, you know, uh, the, you... the point is, uh, sometimes people just want a certain type of game or experience when you know there's no point trying to sell them like shadow of the Colossus or eco and really they just want to shoot shit final email of the evening uh finally is from um, christopher matthew oh yeah please don't and he says this one's entitled you're dead duke for real it's gonna happen for reals this time no it doesn't say that Uh, it says greetings is his uh, entitlement so it's nice and jolly we like jolly emails Uh, he says good day gentlemen Good day. Good day. Good day. I heard I heard something on show 170 that I thought, huh, I should respond to that, but forgot what it was. So here is a rambling, incoherent message for you instead. I enjoyed the spoiler show for Bioshock Infinite. You three had some excellent discussions and brought up some very good points. Is there somebody else on the show other than me? I was talking about you two. I'm going out on a limb and support Duke Scaff in his theory about the ending. Oh, snap. You know what, Chris? You're the ah. first person who's ever said... That's so, just... Uh, just see, with the ending, right? I'll shut up, Chief. Right? Just... Whoa, 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 whoa. Just careful I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not. I, I won't. Spoil anything. But I can't believe he's a woman. No, right? It's a, the... With, with the ending, I, I re-listened to that, Duke, and your kind of version of it. And he's like... Oh, I felt like I never really properly, like when I was listening to it, I was like, I didn't really hear Duke out on his theory. I should, I should have kind of listened a little that. bit more. And then I listened to it again, and I thought, nah, it's bollocks. I still think it's bollocks. <laughs> you know, I just, <laughs> as much, you know, I just think, oh, it's just, uh, you, 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 you're thinking too hard. You know, I get that a lot too. So <laughs> I'm not upset. Now. I can't sort of read the next part of this because it is potential spoiler territory, so I'll leave that. But we'll just accept that a little bit. Anyway, it says, not sure if any of you have gotten into Far Cry 3, but it is brilliant. I know. It's still sitting there. And the DLC is coming out. And uh, just Have you heard about this DLC, Stu? Uh, Yes. No, but that's a standalone. It's not even DLC. The expansion pack, then, if you will. Yeah, I'm going to oh, buy it, Blood, I think. Blood Dragon, for people that don't know, is yep. DLC. Yep. And the trailer for it is like in the style of like a, 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 a like an 80s, early 90s maybe cartoon videotape. It's all on videotape. And it's like, D- 
this dude from the Vietnam War 2 and all this and like, he's just so stupid and cheesy he's like He-Man and ridiculous like from the future that's just so nuts and it's just Far Cry with like a Tron skin pretty much but it's it's really um, it's only about 11 quid as well it's not going to be a whole load of money so I'm like oh, do you know did what, you hear what buy that. did you hear about when they pitched it to yeah, yeah, yeah. They accepted it within sort they, of the first. They had twenty slides about how they yeah. should do it, and then Ubisoft on the second slide, Ubisoft went, "Yep, <laughs> that Just is good." Nice. Yeah, so I'll definitely. I think I'll be ten, definitely about eleven ninety nine. It's going to be on Steam. So I'm. I, have you played Far Cry Three? I forgot. I've played loads of it. I played about probably about sort of ten have fifteen you not hours it? of it. No, I got way late. There's a surprise. I got way late, but the trouble is, and and this brings me on to the last bit of um, uh, Chris's email, really. Um, I think there is a story that I'm meant to advance at some point, but I can't be bothered as exploring discovery is all the fun I need for now, and I think that's what happened to me, really. I just end up like, oh, I'll do a bit of story, and then I don't do the story, and then I go, ah, oh, but I can't sort of level up my character unless I do some of the story, yeah, so I, it's a bit. Yeah, like, I, I think it was Chris that told me about it. Like it's like if you start playing Far Cry Three, be prepared to not play anything else. Because yeah. it just gives you loads to do. But I quite like that. I remember playing Assassin's Creed 2. And I just felt like I had loads to do. And it felt great. I loved it. I don't like games like that. Anyway. See what he did there, listeners? Like, he said I something which is very, very half, probably half true. But then, you know, counteracted himself with the fact that he looks Skyrim. See, see, that's very funny. All right. I saw that. It was very funny. Very funny. Anyway, that's all from me this week. Oh, and I'm sorry about you, George. I'll send you a milkshake. Laters, CP. I drink your milkshake! <laughs> all the boys in the yard. He's a movie guy. Uh, yeah. Very good. And believe it or not, that is all the emails. So thank you ever so much for everybody. Now we who just have to go onto Facebook, and then Twitter, yeah. and then Pinterest. And then no. MySpace. No. And then Bebo. Until he starts reading stuff off of Reddit. It's like, oh, someone said this, and then someone else said this. No, because the only thing I put on the Facebook this week, really, that we talked about already, was the, was the little poll. So, you know, there isn't a lot more to add for Facebook. Care of that. Don't worry. I've already took, we already took care of that. So the Facebook's already been done at the beginning of the show. So it's done. Job done. No messing. Don't worry about it. Uh, and tweets. We had a couple of tweets. Someone was uh, Turtle502 went, No! <laughs> Saw a pretty girl just the other day. She yeah. went, smiled, walked across my way. I could have figured out just what to say, so I twittered it. Twittered it. Yeah, Turtle502 went, No, Vlados is gone. Dead. She is. Deal with Shot. it. Shot the bitch. No, no. Hashtag. Deal with it. Uh, then there was loads of tweets about getting Taffer Talk to work, and it sort of doesn't, but they're still trying. Sorry, people. You know what's funny, though? There may be a style, like a skin for our forum that is better. It's perfect for mobile users, but it would be sad that people have bought Taffer Talk and now they don't need it, but whatever. I'll look into it. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, with work. I don't, understand, I don't understand much about how the forum software works, so I'm just going blind into it. I'm doing my best. Yeah, let's see if we can get it to work. Anyway, uh, Chris Matthew said, I've just started listening to your Bioshock Infinite spoiler show. Really enjoying it this far. Don't worry, that'll change. Uh, David Tripney, this one, this one made me chuckle, actually. Uh, David Tripney, who's a bit off games at the moment, as we know from his email, said, 
playing Bioshock Infinite, why does this and many other games have use sync button? Why? No, he's right, isn't he? Why, why do you do that? You just turn the tap on and on. We talked about no that, reason. but uh, spoilers, so... Oh no, I know I can flush the toilets. Flush toilet. <laughs> but you can do it in uh, Bioshock One as well. Yeah, but yeah. why? Well, yeah, why? You just, just bring up a good point. Why? Like why? It's just redundant, isn't it? Do you know? I remember though Whatever. the first time that happened in a game, and I was like, "How cool is that? Look, I can flush a toilet for no reason." <laughs> Oh, Stu got really excited about something that I did. nothing I did. looks or or the first time you see reflection in a mirror in a yeah. game I can't kept on moving yeah. like left to right left to right yeah, yeah. It's like, that's my character especially in the first person I think the first time I saw that was it was it Doom 3 might have been Doom 3 I remember seeing it in because uh, there's a bit where it makes you crap your pants because you look in a mirror and then this big monster thing appears behind you or something crazy Oh, yeah, I remember all that. But it's completely redundant, isn't it? It's just like, what is that? Uh, and then Mark Tripney, which I assume is some relation, said, it's like Gears. Keep pressing A to turn the wheel. Rubbish. Pointless interaction. But, yeah, I guess it comes back to this, like, games haven't really advanced that much in respects of stuff like that. It's like, you could do that in Duke Nukem. Let's still do that now. Don't know. Right. So I'll have to wait and see. I know, it's kind of interesting. Um... Yes, uh, Lee Boy said, listening to Bioshock Infinite Spoiler Show, only 20 minutes in and already loving it. So thank you to you. We're loving it, uh, loving it, loving it. Antonio Phillips, otherwise known as uh, Heavy Evil, otherwise known as GH Rocker, says, uh, Naruto Storm 3 has a cutscene that lasts over 30 minutes. Yeah, 30 minutes. Cutscene. Yeah, exactly. Japanese as well. Greg DeLacy says, Murphy's Law says, Stu's description of Dead Space 3 in the cold needing fire to stay warm sounded exactly like Lost Planet. So there you go. I never played that game. I played a demo. I played Lost Planet 2. Yeah. Yep. Did it do that? What was it? Just the original Lost Planet. Did it do what? Sorry. You had to keep warm with fire. No, they took that out in 2. There you go. In 2, the whole world had kind of melted. So... Yeah. Everything was okay. And finally, uh, Parsnip Nose uh, from G4T from the Gaming for the Elderly says, I'll have to refresh my memory, a re-Tapper Talk installation, but I'm happy to help if you need me to. Who's that? Parsnip Nose. He's he's at Scaff, so he has actually included you in that. When did he send that? Uh, Three hours ago. Oh, no wonder. I haven't seen my email at home today. No, no, this is I will way. probably take you up on that because I don't know what the hell I'm I'll doing. Take it up. Get it working, man. Sort it out. I'm working on it, just not very hard because I don't really care. And that's it. So Come it's just on, time to Duke. Do... Shout outs and get the hell out of here. So over to you. It's first. time for a Colbert Rapport shout out. Hey! hey. I should Duke. edit that. So it's, just, it's time for a shout out. That would not be yeah, hard to do. Um, anyway, yeah, I got shout out somewhere here. Let me look at my list somewhere. We got new members, I think. Yeah, two new members. Cookery123, welcome. And Tavra, welcome. Welcome. Uh, thanks to, I say that to my students when they're coming in the classroom, so I'm used to going, welcome, 100 million times a day. Adamski for the Twitter love, and Sean Anderson is loving Eco. So, yay, thanks for loving that game because it's awesome. You are correct to love it. Uh, 
Thanks again. Shout out to Ninja Fox for coming to our last play date. And don't forget, our next play date is Left for Dead next Sunday. Be there. Yeah, and shout out to the Duchess because she's awesome. Right, over to you, Chini. So thank you for that. Um, Chini. I don't really have any shout outs. Apart from the new people that have joined the forums, congrats to that. Well done. Um, shout out to uh, Void Games. They've sent a game off to Cert today. Oh, very good. So we'll see what Apple have to say when they send it back. Um, but they're still going. We don't share an office with them anymore, so I don't see them as much. But yeah, they're still they're still happening. Um, and I think it's another logo quiz game. So uh, I'll have to let you know. The one that I really, really like that I was talking to you about, Stu, yeah. still, still in the works. Still in the works. Right. Um, but hey, yeah, you know. Uh, these logo games do pretty well. Millie's playing four pictures, one word or something. Oh, yeah. All the, everybody's into uh, that, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the, shout out to Void Games, because they do listen. I know. You said they do. Um, oh, yeah. Chris uh, from Void Games and Matt, we did a three-on-three in our wars, and we kicked ass big time. That's that's about it, really. Shout out to Conan O'Brien's game reviews. If you haven't watched them on YouTube, uh, Conan uh, does these funny, very funny game reviews where he, he starts off, he starts off the videos like this: like oh, I do game reviews, I don't play games, I don't even particularly like games, and he does a very funny like commentary with somebody that clearly knows a lot about games, and he he's nice. just very. Very cool. So type in Conan plays games or something. Um, and the Tomb Raider one was very per- uh, pervy because he just kept on perving on Lara. And I think the producer stepped in at one point and says, can you stop perving on her? And he says, I can't help. <laughs> uh, you know, it was just funny. Um, yeah, and that's it. Cool. Uh, well, I am going to shout out uh, Jason Gallagher, to be honest. Uh, and the reason I'm going to shout out because he does send me lots of recommendations. I'm not saying they're all good, uh, but the last two he sent me, obviously Gemini Rue and The Last Express, I've, I am enjoying greatly. So uh, I guess a big thanks to Jason for being so dedicated and sending us loads of recommendations and stuff to look at and things to play. And uh, yeah, liking it. So thank you very much for that. Uh, and just generally a fair thank you to everyone who listens and everyone who follows yeah. us and everyone who does the do and makes the show what it is, I guess, because without all the interactions we get from the community, it wouldn't be what it is. Really? Absolutely not. I guess. Yeah. It wouldn't. Uh, and that's it for me. So thank you to everybody who sends us stuff and emails and Twitters us and all that kind of stuff. And so much so, often takes the time to give us iTunes reviews. Uh-huh. We have an iTunes review? We have three. Oh, three new ones. I can't wait to hear them. Go ahead. No, we need the intro. We've got to play the intro, man. You can't have the, the uh, you know, without the intro. All right. Yeah, do the intro, man. I will. Yo, 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 you want some iTunes reviews? We got some. We got some. Sorry, it wasn't working, so I figured I'd just sing it. Is that all right? Yeah, no, that was fine. It was good. I, I didn't realize anything was different. See, because I just, yeah, for some reason, Chrome isn't working, so that'll have to do. It sounded exactly the same. Good. Anyway, the first Mike. one's from... Yo, 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 y
Anyway, the first one's from Ian W ninety nine, and he says, "Best gaming podcast around V three. So I'm guessing this is the third review he's done for us. So thank you very much for that. Five stars. He says this. Uh, time for a re-review. I uh, need to get this bad boy to the top of the podcast charts again. As always, a great show with the best banter around. The only podcast that has remained in my subscription throughout. The only way this could be improved is to get more people to the play dates. Keep the sound bites coming. The only podcast I always look forward to on a Friday. Come on, people. Let's get this to number one. Roll on the next live show. Ian W. and Nanny. Thank you, Ian. We love you. So, thank you. Now, the next one is from Fumu, who's doing the... Ooh. I'm going to open an account in the UK as well as in Canada. So he says this. Fraser Moo. So thank you very much for that. He says, great stuff. Five stars. I have worms. This podcast provides a welcome distraction from that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I hope that's not true. I don't think it is, but who knows? Who knows? Maybe he just can't sit still when he's podcasting on the transatlantic runs. Who knows? Uh, so thank you very much for that. And we have one more from Exempt Mr. Fish 79 And he says this. Uh, great show, five stars. He says, hi, guys. Uh, stumbled upon this podcast over a year ago and have been listening every week since. Great, entertaining show and the host. Do yourselves a favor and subscribe now. Here's your five stars, and hopefully my review will be 169, because, you know, 69 is a funny number. <laughs> Ta very much, Mark. <laughs> uh, sadly, no, it's 166, but it was close. It was close. Uh, so, yeah, get us some more in there. We're nearly catching up the show numbers. We're nearly there. So get us some more reviews on there, and we'll uh, obviously read them out again. So thank you very much for that. So that's kind of cool, isn't it? It's cool. It's cool. Uh, and on that note, we do need to uh, ask our guests to get the hell out of here. So see you all later, yeah. everybody. See the listeners out there, people. Thanks for listening, everybody. Worst good boy you've ever done, Jim. I thought it was kind of cool. I thought I'd do something different. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm not really done yet. You're done, um, motherfucker. I'm not done. You're done when I say you're done. So it kind of weird without Vlados being here, wasn't it? What's that? You want to hear the Play My Game song again? Oh. Bitch, 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 bitch. Yeah, bitch! Yeah, bitch! Play my, play my, play my game, play my game, play my game, bitch. Yeah, bitch! It's just brilliant. Yeah. It is good. I'm not sure it's quite as good as the iTunes uh, one, but it's close. The, the, the core song isn't as good, I think, but whatever. It's close, though. It's a very close second. Uh, very Im- impressive job there. Well done, Duke. Glad you yeah. like it. Yeah, sacking uh, Vlados was uh, great, even just to get that intro. <laughs> Worth it. Yes. Worth it. Worth it. Hashtag just say. <laughs> This is a collection of hilarious headlines from newspapers on Reddit. Bugs flying around with wings are flying bugs. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of true, I guess. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. 
Yeah. Are you eating there, Chinny? What are you scoffing? Yeah, you can tell it's Chinny. Tiger it's Woods <laughs> plays with own balls, Nike says. Yep, that's true. I've seen that happen actually on the course last yeah, week. Yeah, issue sent to a joint committee. Yeah, I'm glad you went Skypey now at the end of the show. I've been on Skypey all day. Shh. The listeners won't know that happened. 17 though. remain dead in morgue shooting spree. What? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's even funnier that we can barely tell what you said. Bridges help people cross rivers. <laughs> it's true. It's That's true. There you go. Right. The fact that you're going so Skypey, I think, is a point where we do need to go. That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good night. I was listening. Now you got that sound like that for the whole, the whole show. Yeah. Bye, bye. Bye. Oh, you've gone normal now. No, I haven't. Not, not that you could ever be described as normal. He's gone. He's gone. See you later.